0: For you longtime listeners, Jurassic World, or Jurassic World, The Lost World, Jurassic Park, made by Universal Studios, cost $73 million. Also made by Universal Studios was the Flintstones Viva Rock Vegas. So just do some math there for you longtime listeners who maybe have listened to the last podcast and realize the actual the giant pile of dino dung that is Viva Rock Vegas was cost more. Than the Lost World Dress Park. And it came out two years later, or three years later, where the years, technology yeah. should have been better. Money laundering, just saying.
1: Just saying. Did you know the average movie costs way more than you'll probably ever make in your entire lifetime? Movies are an expensive business, and when they crash, they crash hard.
0: But why'd they fail? Was it bad timing, a bad film, or just bad luck? Let's take a look and try to see
1: where it went wrong, if you could have seen it coming, and what wounds turned out to be fatal. I'm Matt. I'm Steve, and this is the autopsy report. You can't talk about uh, Joe Schumacher and Batman without really quickly coming up the topic of bat nipples. But I think the weird thing, and the thing that to kind of a thought I had on this, is that Schumacher gets really worked up when you talk about bat nipples. Like, he's like, of all the things to pick out, why do people keep obsessing about these these, these nipples on this suit? But the thing is, when they put the nipples on the suit, I think it changed how you see Batman consciously and subconsciously. Because, like they say, their defense for the bat nipples is that he was modeled after uh, Greek statues. Okay. But now when you look at Batman, Batman is a man in a costume, correct? Mm-hmm. But now when you see nipples, when you see not only nipples, but the muscles and the hey, abs pack going on and there. this definition, suddenly Batman is shirtless. <laughs> so now when you look at Batman, subconsciously, maybe you don't even realize part of your brain, why he looks, why the nipples make it look so weird is it changes the whole way that you see and perceive Batman. Because now Batman isn't a dude in a costume He is a shirtless man fighting crime. (laughs) He's running around nude fighting crime. And another example is it's like the Disney characters. All right. Donald Duck is this cute little duck in a shirt. But then suddenly Donald is joined by his friends. And when you think, oh, it's just a funny cartoon characteristic that he wears a shirt. But then when you see all the other ones and they're all wearing fucking pants. (laughs) It's like now within the scope of this world... You're supposed to wear pants, but Donald isn't. So now Donald isn't just a, a sh- isn't just a duck in a shirt. He is a uh, duck running around with no fucking pants on, nude from the waist down. That's
0: a fair point. I never. Well, but he has to get in the water, right? Because he swims around like a duck. You don't want to wet pants. Freeze uh, uh, is gonna ice the city. I know. And you are. That girl. That's not awfully PC. What about? Bad person or bad woman. Bruce, it's me, Barbara.
1: I found the Batcave.
0: We gotta get those locks changed. She knows who we are. Guess we'll just have to kill her. Yep, we'll kill her later. We have work to do. In
1: 1997, one of the most fascinating and ballsy moves ever was made in the marketing world. For years, commercials had proven to be successful at instilling a deep seated want in children whose pushy parents would eventually collapse and buy whatever product the child was manipulated into wanting. Deciding to diversify their business from just making movies, Warner Brothers made the bold move to enter into the advertising-making business. But they didn't just start pumping out the same 30-second spots you've seen slammed between commercial shows. No, no, no. They dream big. In 1997, Warner Brothers released the longest, most expensive commercial ever made. And even ballsier, they put it in theaters and charged people to watch it. The ad campaign was called Batman and Robin. Not one to look like chumps, though, Warner Brothers went all in on their idea and convinced big-time stars like Arnold Schwarzenegger, George Clooney, Uma Thurman, and -and up-and-comers like Chris O'Donnell and Alicia Silverstone to drop making movies and instead star in the most experimental monster of a commercial ever created. Realizing children need a little bit more than just awesome fights and bright colors if they really want to imprint their toys into their heads for two hours effing straight, the studio came up with the genius idea of adding a shambling, barebone attempt of a story into the commercial that was just barely serviceable enough to help retain their attention. But, more importantly, it served as a reason to change settings from one playset to the next, along with creating excuses for costume changes and new vehicles that would add even more to the action figure production line. Watch out, Batman! Mr. Freeze is trying to freeze the whole city! Not if I have anything to say about it. Robin! To the Bat Zamboni! Boom! Oh, yeah! Batman did it again! So Steve, what did you think of Batman and Robin? Oh my god.
0: Batman and Robin. Uh I so I Batman was like my favorite superhero growing up. Yeah. Probably easily. Maybe I like Spider Man a lot, but I think Batman for sure. Grew up watching all the Batman movies. So the big
1: two like most people. The
0: animated series. Yeah, I mean I didn't even have cable, so like it was only whatever was on the animated normal broadcast TV. There was like Batman and Spider Man. I always liked the Michael Keaton. Batman's, and then Batman Forever. I think everyone has fonder memories of. At least I don't know if if I watched that again. I think it
1: depends when you saw it. Yeah, Uh, like I personally like Batman and Rob. I mean, not Batman and Robin. I like Batman Forever as a kid. I like the first Batman, two Batmans, a lot. And I'm going to say this a lot when I say the first Batmans. I do uh, like, and I know there was a Batman before.
0: Yeah, I don't count. But I (laughs) I just just count Batman before 1980. Yeah, 89. Before 1989, I don't really
1: consider any of the other Batman.
0: God bless Adam West, but nah, it's okay. (laughs) Uh, It's too. But we all know why we liked the original Batman Forever. Needless to say, Batman was one of my favorite things. But for some reason, this movie like it slipped my radar, and I don't know what I was doing in 1997. That so I, you're like what nine? Yeah, like I don't know what happened that I didn't see this movie. How dare you? Um, I didn't see this movie, or I'd saw it and just blocked it out. But watching this two days ago, I <laughs> did not realize how atrociously bad it was.
1: The the crazy thing, like I know I saw this movie. Uh, I had a Batman Forever poster on my wall, so I liked Batman Forever. Uh, I had an old B- battered VHS copy of Batman Returns. I used to watch. Uh, I don't quite remember. I may have owned Batman and Robin. I know I didn't watch it as much as the others. I think even as is a young child, I like you take some joy from it. You but felt dirty. I, I, even, I even yeah, even then I like some part of me knew I did oddly have remember mostly the toys from this which is exactly what they fucking wanted imagine that i had a weird bane toy that was like (laughs) half of them was covered in vines and half of them was frozen it was like (laughs) it was like like, what it was like somebody like got the script early at the toy department (laughs) and they were like we gotta make this bane character And they're like, who who who's that? My script just says Poison Ivy and and Mr. Freeze is in the movie. And they're like, I think they bang and have a baby. I think that's his baby. So let's make this guy. He'll be half and half. And they're like, sir. Sir, that's not even how real babies work. Hi freeze.
0: I'm Batman.
1: In the mid-1990s, Batman was the hottest property in the whole damn planet. Well, except for maybe Jurassic Park. Mm. but three times in a row a Batman movie had come out and three times in a row they'd set the record for largest opening day weekend of all time Batman was a property that was not only shattering records but it was making money hand over fist outside the box office through merchandising and tie-ins and all the shameless sellout tactics that we're really used to today but we're not always the case Believe it or not, Steve, you uh you used to be able to go buy bananas, and they would not have a sticker of the Avengers or Star Wars or whatever. Wait, fucking is that a thing? Block. Yeah, you've never bought bananas recently. I have not. <laughs> There's like always. I'm th-
0: sorry, I shop at Whole Foods. Not really. Well, sometimes, but they probably I have. A, have, have it,
1: they probably have an obscure indie movie. I go Jewel. So. Yes, they have.
0: <laughs> they've got a twenty-four bananas. And they're just rotten and moldy. <laughs>
1: but there's people around him going yeah, it's art you just like, don't get it
0: they cost $16 a banana
1: but with the financial with all these financial successes in a row uh not even the mixed reaction that came with Batman Forever which came out in 95 2 years prior to Batman and Robin not even that gave Warner Brothers any pause about having this money train roll roll or just like <laughs> full steam ahead after all they had toys to sell damn it damn right Thanks, George Lucas. So, Warner Brothers brought back Yes Man director Joel Schumacher, <laughs> doubled down on their approach at making Batman movies little more than thinly veiled toy commercials for kids. Sp- like, seriously, this movie plays out. Like, if you ever see. remember those commercials back in the day where kids would, ju- it would just literally be kids playing with toys? Yeah. And they'd be like,
0: Watch out, Joker! And they'd like, knock a Batman's thing over. got
1: the thing! And then they'd, yeah, they'd knock like some cardboard stuff over yeah, the right. city. Like, this, this is how that movie plays out. Mm hmm. I'm pretty sure an eight-year-old sat in a room with toys and like a bunch of script writers yeah. like just wrote down what he fucking did. <laughs> and that's what this movie is. So Val Kilmer, ironic who ironically turned out to not be Batman Forever. Yeah. Ouch. Uh, he he did not come back for this. Uh, because he was probably like, I thought we were making a fucking movie, not an advertisement. And even
0: Batman Forever wasn't as bad at that.
1: Yeah. But anyway, so Warner Brothers decides that In order to make maximum money for this fucking movie, they're going to insert anybody that they saw on a recent issue of OK or People or 17 or whatever fucking magazines were hot in the mid-90s. Tiger Beat. So they grabbed George Clooney to replace Val Kilmer. George Clooney was blowing up on TV. That's right. On ER. For all you big ER fans out there, you know who who
0: I'm talking to. I used to. to watch ER. Not so quite as much effect though when you're nine years old.
1: They grabbed Alicia Silverstone who is coming off fucking the smash hit of the nineties called Clueless. Oh yeah. I think you may have heard of it, Steve. Whatever. <laughs> and undoubtedly, uh, she was probably on all the teenage magazines at that time. And I'm sure another person appearing in those magazines was uh Chris uh Heartthrob O'Donnell. Yeah. Who was known for his role in Batman Forever. <laughs> um but then doubling down on that even more, they were like, we need to cover even more bases. We need all the bases covered. So Warner Brothers c- convinced Uma Thurman to return to blockbuster films because she had actually taken a hiatus after Pulp Fiction from big movies huh. and returned to blockbuster films with this movie. Ouch. So they said, let's get Uma because she's an, she was nominated for an Academy Award for Pulp Fiction. And then let's get mega star Arnold Schwarzenegger, who at this point may have been fading a bit, I think you could say, but he was still on a huge hot streak of successes that dated all the way back to the mid-80s. I yeah. mean, this oh, yeah. is Arnold was the man at this time. And this still. is still
0: like 5 years or so before he decided to run for governor. So he's still like so, he's still movie star Arnold.
1: Yeah, so now Warner Brothers has uh, yeah, worldwide star Arnold Schwarzenegger, TV star Clooney, they got some indie cred with Uma, they got the attention of the young hip crowd with Alicia and Chris, and so this movie, no problem, for you guys, right? This is going to be a surefire success. We're going to sell toys to teenagers. We're going to sell toys to muscle men. <laughs> We're going to sell toys to everybody because we got everybody. Why is there, Why
0: are all these people buying toys? Are they buying them for their children or just yeah. for themselves?
1: And well, for themselves. Uh, first, you got to insert the scalpel here into the man's <laughs> throat, and no, it's still me. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> Are you? Uh, did we get sued by the the owner of those autopsy videos? You have to do them yourself now.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was actually just this old guy that was filming those in a basement with his dead cats. Oh, weird. Batman and Robin opened on June 20th, 1997, in the year of our Lord, 1997, and easily snagged first place, grossing nearly $43 million in its opening weekend. And uh, it pretty much uh, doubled its fellow debut competition, which was My Best Friend's Wedding. Ah, yes. Which opened in second place with $21.6 million. Uh, The movie dropped of course because people saw it <laughs> and the movie, Word of
0: mouth but not gonna be pretty on this one
1: when it hit the theaters june 20th it was a few weeks after uh con air mm-hmm. had come out con air was in its third week yeah. uh con air earned 10 million dollars that weekend and jurassic park uh to uh, the lost world of jurassic park i don't know yeah, why don't I, call jurassic park I don't know why i call it that the lost world of jurassic park was in fourth and it was in its fifth week at that time and it's still holding strong though i just want to point out when you look at this list of this the movies coming out right now 97 was a packed oh my packed god time. yeah look at that austin powers the first austin powers was out and that was in its sixth week uh fifth element was out oh shit liar yeah. liar was out volcano of tommy lee jones oh my was out. God. Uh, Speed Two cruise control yeah, Speed was out. Two,
0: that was in fifth place, <laughs> right behind Jurassic Park.
1: Jungle the Jungle with Tool Times' very own was out.
0: Ninety-seven was quite the year.
1: Batman and Robin started strong. But not really. Yeah. I it mean, was a week strong. Well,
0: and if you look at the it had it was in like eight hundred more theaters than my best friend's wedding, and its per theater average was only four thousand dollars more.
1: And like I said, it, it still opens with forty-three, but if you look Lost World opened with seventy three in its opening weekend, from what I when I recall when I looked at it somewhere in there it was in the seventies and I think it may have set the new record seventy two. So these Batman movies Brilliant. for the pre- previous three years have been setting this record, and now and then to Jurassic parks, they were trading them, mm. and so Jurassic Park kept up. It's like boom, set it again. Batman and Robin was like, oh yeah, well, and it fell in his fucking face. <laughs>
0: You know what they needed? They needed to fight Mr. Freeze with some good old-fashioned gymnastics. That would have really, that that saved, would've saved the really. day.
1: So in week two, Batman fell to third place, dropping 63% all the way down to $15.7 million. So Face Off came out uh, the week after Batman and Robin. It debuted with $23 million, if you're interested. And Hercules came out, in, Disney's Hercules came out. And it was oh, in second. Oh,
0: that, that's the Hercules. Okay. So
1: those two came out and kicked Batman and Robin down the third immediately. Uh, Batman and Robin would fall pretty quickly. It dropped to fifth place in its third week, uh, seventh place in its fourth week, Damn tenth it, place in its add the fifth week. Sound. F- five weeks is all it took before Batman and Robin fell under $1 million. Oh, all right. Which is never good. And it stayed in theaters for, for-, for a total of 14 weeks and it earned a hundred and seven million dollars in its domestic run.
0: I feel like nineteen ninety seven was a a banner year in like summer blockbusters.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it was a good year. But I don't want to make that like give some fucking credit for this movie underperforming. No, I don't. I don't give it
0: that at all. I think it it should have done better <laughs> than it did.
1: It would end up making some more money overseas. And it would end up, i said it made 107 million domestic it ended up making 238 million altogether and its budget was 125 so this mo- movie ended up making money but this movie theory, still yeah. has to be seen as a disappointment and a failure because it made a lot less than they th- hoped it would and it was such a critical disaster and a laughingstock that it that it was it's gonna it hurts this movie yeah
0: just i mean because even though it did make some money it it had a lot of had worse residual effects because it was not as successful as you would have hoped it to be
1: and it was it was it was a huge failure just compared to its own series like i said um it fell short of the other batman movies and i have those numbers technically this movie only debuted better than one of the other previous three batman movies it barely beat the 1989 Batman. Batman in 1989 opened with $40.5 million, hmm. which at that time was a fucking record. My How things changed in only 10 years. Yeah. So, barely. I mean, so you have to remember, you're like, oh, well, it did better than the first Batman, but that was 10 years before almost. And the previous record, by the way, before Batman 89 was Ghostbusters 2, which had 29.4 million. So it was 29.4. Then Batman's was 40. Which is a huge jump. So that was a huge number. For yeah. that era. So in fact. Uh, every Batman movie prior to Batman and Robin. I had said it set the opening weekend record. So Batman. And Batman Returns opening weekend record. Was 45. Hmm. Batman Forever's opening record weekend record was 53 so you go 40 45, 53 and then boo, all the way back down to 43
0: so yeah they were, they were hoping 72, 73
1: yeah and then you come out and not, you do less than your predecessor yep. Batman Forever and then you do less than your predecessor's predecessor and <laughs> Batman Returns so it's like whoops we, so we really fucked that up I guess What do you say we heat things up? My passion, thoughts for my bride alone. Ooh, talk
0: about your cold shoulder.
1: So now that we all understand that this movie uh, is just you know total fucking garbage, uh, with that now we gotta tell you people
0: why it's total fucking garbage. Yeah, we gotta rehash this. We gotta sift through the the fucking turned over flaming dumpster, or you guess you gotta turn the you gotta put the dumpster out and then dump it over and start sifting through the contents. Right. You can't go through a garbage fire.
1: You just get now with that attitude. You can't. <laughs> so get your, your flame retardant gloves on. Cause we're going through this dumpster <laughs> fire. You know, I'll give this movie credit
0: to one thing that it just shoots out of the fucking gate. Does not waste any time.
1: We with, got toys uh, to sell no character to development
0: waste. or story development or anything. It's just so. First of all, they fuck with the logo. Yep. The logo morph. It freezes and then it kiss morphs into the bath logo, and then it then it shatters. I think. And then hashtag
1: autopsy report hashtag kiss of death logo kiss of death. logo fuck up.
0: logo fucking. Um, so yeah, the, it starts with that, and we see, we get this great montage of Batman and Robin dressing. and It's like right off the bat. Snap zooms into their like they're pulling their shorts on and they're like ass jiggling in the tight tight pants you and think the, that was
1: really their asses no
0: i mean i think that was mostly the pants doing the work there
1: it's like but you think that was latex. even their ass inside the? Pants oh like it was the actually closers. them probably not they probably are, used are they like george we need you on we need you on set for the ass shot <laughs> it's over the pa george on set for yeah, the ass shot like, oh, george on set, set for the ass, the ass shot.
0: shot yeah i know they probably used doubles for all that stuff because it's quick insert shots of them like the gloves and the putting the shit on and like cod pieces
1: yeah we like got just, ass and cod you're just
0: zooming piece. in on these little snap zooms like really s- cheesy so that they get ready and there's some real terrible banter right off the gate
1: well before like, even anybody ever talks the opening scene like you the opening shots are are the asses and the cod pieces yes. close up but then we have this really long shot of the car raising. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's like right away the movie's like, guess what? New toy!
0: And it was the first uh, Batman by the same director to use a different vehicle.
1: Yeah, right, right away. Well, I think the last one got destroyed. And, yeah, Riddler throws then yeah, that's and what like. they
0: said. They destroyed the one and the other. So they, got, and they had an excuse to have a new toy. But it's like... Mobile.
1: This The bar is set. The movie is opening on a on a long shot of this car raising. And it's like, hallelujah. Yep. Toys you know ki- Oh, man. Toys All the kids rust. watching
0: are like, oh, I got to go get one of those after this. Uh and then so they yeah. bring
1: back the chicks dig the car line. Oh, yeah. It's just, such a great line.
0: And like Robin's like, I don't want a motorcycle. I want a car. And yeah, it's like the chicks dig the car. And then Batman's like, this is why Superman works alone. Whoa. And it's like, oh, are we going to get Superman in this movie? No, no, you're not. You're going to get a you're reference. Right. You, don't like you, don't, you don't get none of that.
1: And then Robin uh, su- uh, gets on his motorcycle. He has his own bike. Cause we- so now we have our- our- already, first couple seconds, we already have Batman toys. Batman in his car and Robin on his motorcycle. We got, we got some play sets going already. Stay cool, bird boy.
0: I like bird boy. I think that would have been a better sell. Said Robin, "That well, would have tested better. They should have tested that."
1: Batman and Bird Boy. Batman and Bird Boy. <laughs> it's just
0: that alliteration. There's right there, all the B's going on.
1: All right, Steve. So our heroes <laughs> zoom out on their brand new toys. Where are they going?
0: Uh, they're go. I don't. I, we don't really know where they're going, do we? Until yeah,
1: they get a call from Commissioner Gordon.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, and like the crazy. Oh. oh, Matt's drunk again. He keeps spilling this fucking cider.
1: I need a napkin. Napkin.
0: Napkin alert. <laughs> All right, I'll keep talking while you go get a napkin. This is this is too good to stop. Um, yeah, Commissioner Gordon calls in this fancy little video phone that shows up on uh, Batman's steering wheel and says, does he say that Mr. Freeze is there to, yeah, he's like robbing the museum? He's trying to steal a giant diamond from, I think it was a museum.
1: Yeah, yeah. He, he intros Freeze. Batman, and this is an important note, Batman and Robin have never met or encountered Freeze yet. Right. This is their first time they're being introduced. That's a very they're like, good, There's this guy named point. Mr. Freeze. He's robbing the whatever, and he's going to steal a diamond.
0: And that's a, that's a good point to know that they have never met him before.
1: Yeah, because so, it's going to make no fucking sense later. So we get
0: to Mr. Freeze.
1: Freeze well. And
0: he's uh, he's throwing one-liners out here and there and shooting cops with uh, his uh, – or, or the museum security guards. I don't know what they were, but there was a lot of them, and they were all – Extraordinarily poor at their job. Yeah, <laughs> just running in and getting frozen every five seconds.
1: To be fair, as a man who once worked as a security guard, we are not equipped to deal with gigantic. No, and why would you freeze? Like, if I was security
0: man. guard, that, I'd be like, "Fuck this! That was, this major job isn't paying <laughs> enough to go get frozen for some fucking artifacts." Uh, so I assume they're police, because I mean the commissioner knew he was there. So he he's freezing everybody with his big freeze gun, throwing out one liners. And then, uh, when our heroes burst Batman in, crashes in through the glass ceiling.
1: Batman that yeah, crashes in slides, in, uh, glides down, lands, and then his big opening money line. Batman first encountering <laughs> Freeze right. for the first time. Zoom in on Batman's face, and he says, "Hi, Freeze. I'm Batman." Yeah, it was so bad. <laughs> and then,
0: then he slides down. He he lands on this giant like brontosaurus. Uh, yeah, sure. Like it's like a giant. Uh dinosaur stuffed a dinosaur in the museum he lands on the head and then he slides like all the way down the spine and the tail like he was like snowboarding it was so ridiculously stupid, and he lands down and then confronts freeze and they fight and his his gun gets knocked away and it flies up onto the top of this stump something and like it sticks just really.
1: Yeah, the the physics in this movie yeah makes no sense. they're
0: just completely off. Like you could tell everything was on wires, and they were when they were jumping and getting thrown around, and it was there was no t- attempt to make it seem like they weren't on wires. Yeah, it was very floaty. There's
1: a scene later in the movie when Freeze like leaps over something by tugging on like a, a vine. Yeah, and it's like he like pulls down on this vine like you'd pull in one of those old light bulbs, you know, with the pull strings. Yeah, and for some reason that motion just catapults him like forty <laughs> feet across. The fucking room. <laughs> and then, so then Robin
0: burst in through the wall on his motorcycle and just uh, coincidentally leaves the Robin logo in the wall perfectly after he flies Does through. He didn't, didn't yeah, no, if you, lo- <laughs> if you go back and watch and you look behind him, it's the Robin logo, which is, looks just like the Bat logo, but it's like slightly longer. And a little thinner. Bit more, a little thinner and longer. Yeah, he just happens to crash through the wall creating his logo. Uh, and he has some sort of one-liner. I don't even remember at this point.
1: This whole movie is one liners. Yeah, the whole, f- all the
0: dialogue is so
1: bad. Arnold, I'm pretty sure never says a normal line in this fucking movie. I think every line he says is either an ice pun or it has the word cool or cold or freeze or maybe snow. when he's trying
0: to tell everyone to sing along to the to the frosty song or whatever the song they're watching the movie. And he's in his ice layer with all his like henchmen are freezing and eating frozen dinners that didn't are he, still frozen.
1: I think you didn't you mention the IMDB trivia had a number and it was like he had
0: I think it was twenty three ice related puns in the throughout the whole movie. It's a lot. That's
1: I, there's strange. a lot of
0: scenes where he's not there actually, so it, Yeah. Um I would have thought maybe it was more, but uh
1: So anyway, the our heroes show up to stop Freeze from stealing this diamond. Uh, oh. The diamond gets knocked on the some ground. Good ones, some good ones here.
0: Uh, yeah, so the diamond gets knocked around, and then he like freezes everything in the room. Like he's like the floors are all frozen, and you think, oh shit, Batman and Robin—they're not ready for this. They're gonna slide around on this ice.
1: However, the, however, they're are they gonna beat these these hockey dressed yeah. thugs? And these
0: thugs come flying <laughs> out and ice skates with these like metal hockey sticks
1: because they were prepared. Like freeze must have been like okay, just in case I freeze the floor, everybody bring your hockey, yeah. your hockey skates. Even though it takes like
0: ten, you know, a good five minutes to put hockey skates on. Well, but you know, be ready. Just but jump in.
1: Who was even more ready?
0: Batman, Batman and Robin. Yeah, that's uh, right. Never see that. It was, gets me to another point about Batman in general, but. Yeah, so they uh, like click their heels and they turn in they have like blades. Blades in their,
1: come out. Blades come out to ice skate. So their boots turn into ice skates. And by the way, remember, they had just learned that they're going to fight Mr. Freeze. Yeah. They had never met Mr. Freeze before. So Batman and Robin just must fucking always just have And that's the thing I, is like ice skates in their boots. How
0: do you they have so much random shit that they have happen to have on them to help to get out of things? How do you even maneuver with carrying all that stuff? It's got to weigh hundreds of pounds to be having all this gear on. That's my larger, like, problem.
1: I think it was because so much of this movie is a callback to the to the campy Adam West, yeah, where they would even have like the jokes, like, "Thank God I had my shark repellent." Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But even
0: that has, like made more sense. It's like, oh well, I just happen to have this. This one they did not even bother to address it. It's like, oh yeah, we have ice skates in our boots. It's like the it's normal. Who's Batman? So they they keep fighting, and they're the henchmen are hockey pucking the diamond around trying to get it to freeze and his he's trying to get to his giant ice drill tank toy yeah machine
1: well because this is a great playset already yeah you, you know got, you got you got the hockey playset, batman and robin
0: what is it what did he do does he rocket. go well no before they get to the rocket though he decides to freeze the dinosaur the giant dinosaur statue what, he has, what killed yeah the, is there, the what killed the dinosaurs the Ice Age, and he just starts blasting the dinosaur, and it freezes and like collapses on, or almost collapses on Batman or something. Which is but, not
1: even accurate. The Ice Age didn't kill it. I you? know, I know. That was,
0: that was the best part. And then, so he 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 runs. He has the diamond, and he runs, and they keep running through. I don't even know where they're running through. It's just nondescript, weird Gotham City buildings set or underground or whatever. They get to this rocket, and he gets into his... I don't even really fully know what his plan here was.
1: Well, his plan was to rocket up into the air so they could have a cool scene to sell more toys. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so so they do that. So they rocket up into the air, and Batman and Robin jump on the ship and using their magnets or whatever they hang on. And then they get in the ship, and they, they fight with Freeze... And then uh, Freeze probably says some one-liner that I can't recall. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I think that's where I got that's where uh Freeze well. And then he blasts his door and he flies out.
1: And then and then he sprouts wings. Yeah. His uh, cuz Freeze is always equipped too. He's kind of yeah. like <laughs> He's Batman. He's LA. like
0: the, just the complete opposite of Batman.
1: So he I don't know what the point of the rocket was. Like, where's the rocket going? I don't
0: know where the rocket was. Like, was the rocket supposed to blow up and to kill everyone or to freeze? I don't Because it, Batman's like, oh, if this rocket... It, if the rocket explodes, it could kill thousands. He says that to freeze. But then they escape the rocket as it explodes.
1: Wait, we're on a rocket. Rockets explode!
0: And <laughs> <But, laughs> The best part of this, though, is that, and I didn't realize how iconic this shot was for some reason. I don't know why I'd seen it so much, but the rocket explodes, and Batman and Robin are both surfing through the air on doors yeah. from the rocket.
1: I had that toy. I had. Yeah, I had the Robin surfing mm-hmm. toy. Boom! I think I remember that toy it got and me I, I remember
0: that shot of them just surfing out of the explosion.
1: That's a yeah. That's a great, great. That's going to be in a cinema uh, highlight reel in Fifty mm. Years of the Oscars
0: when uh, Chris O'Donnell dies. <laughs> <laughs> George Clooney,
1: they'll have plenty other things to use. Um, so they, yeah, so they get out of the the uh, the rocket. I mean, they surf down. They got freeze with the wings. Then with the surfboards, so yeah. they got all these new toys, and then they <laughs> shoot. Free shoots his gun into a furnace as they're falling. Oh yeah! And they have that 80-yard line from <laughs> from Chris O'Donnell going. He's freezing the furnace. Yes. So that we know what the fuck's going on. I, know. I
0: was like, <laughs> I was like, what is it? What is going on? Because every time they show him shooting the free stuff, like you can't really see totally what he's doing depending on where how the angle is. It's just like this blur of bluey, and then oh, it's like oh yeah, he's freezing the furnace. So the then, yeah,
1: So they fall into the furnace, and then they're running through the furnace, and then he and then they they got him. He has him trapped behind the door, and Robin's like, "I'm going for it," and Batman's like, "No, no," and then he goes for it anyway because he's young and brash. Yep, and then stay cool, bird boy. He
0: freezes because he has the diamond, and uh, Freeze does that, freezes him, and, and then he free- Freeze tells him he has 11 minutes to save Robin or to chase him.
1: So then, Batman, uh, of course, uses his heat ray that he has on him, and he puts Robin in a pool of water, and he yeah that that was saves uh, Robin. In he, I literally, he he, this
0: happened to be this big pool of water, and he dumps him, and then he uses this heat ray that like turns the water red, which was a uh,
1: oh yeah, reds for hot.
0: Yes, red is definitely for hot. This and movie Free is for children, Steve. And Freeze says something about ah, oh, you and your emotions. I don't have emotions or whatever. And that's why you won't beat me. It's like I'll kill you next time. Something Freeze like that.
1: you later. <laughs> I don't, uh, that's probably not a line, but it should be. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so after this, we have now we're introduced to Uma Thurman's character.
0: Ah uh, yes, we go down to the s- South America.
1: We got, where we uh we meet. Uh, poison ivy who's not yet poison ivy, but I don't remember what She's her fucking name homely, is. Just homely,
0: unkempt doctor in a lab,
1: and and her opening shot is uh her talking to the audience and just telling us her complete <laughs> yes, all the exposition for her character.
0: Everything about Uma Thurman is her character just talking out loud to yeah. no one
1: but the audience, and like they're like, just give her a tape recorder. Oh and yeah, just have her spout all this exposition. Right. Like, get that shit all out of the way. But
0: then later on, when, when she's at the uh, uh, observatory, she's just walking and talking to no one, not even to a tape recorder, just saying her plan out loud because fuck it. Uh, yeah, so we meet her in her lab, mm-hmm. and uh, she's very like, I, I hate to, everyone.
1: I have to save the plants. People are killing yeah. the plants. So I'm using this research to study venom to learn how to save the plants. And then some guy's like, I'm going to use your research and make a super soldier out of it. I'm going to put venom into people and it'll make them get strong. And you're like, wait, that's not how venom works. And they're like, shut <laughs> up.
0: Well, it was a combined, he combined a bunch of different toxic things together that somehow just worked out perfectly to make a super soldier, not just kill people.
1: Yeah. And so this, she sees this guy use her bastardized, uh, her work to create Bane. Um, not Tom Hardy's Bane. Not Tom Hardy. Bane. The, the... Not
0: let the games begin, Bane. This is a much, much worse Bane.
1: <laughs> hey, but he's more sort of more comic accurate. I mean, I, I guess. Bane in the comics does have the tubes with the toxin going into him. That's what well, makes him big. Bane, and, he had a he had a things going into him. It was never explained. It was just like he needs that to breathe. Yeah. But it, but he didn't have the actual, They did say like, it cool.
0: makes him strong, though, at some point. But he had the mask and the, the like. It, it didn't have the tubes sticking out that are incredibly easy to knock out, as we learn later on.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, this he this looked more like the comic painting he, too with the ludicrous kind of mask. Yeah, I
0: think he looked it, but the they he sounded like a, a Frankenstein meets like a, a henchman. His like,
1: well, I mean, he didn't sound like much because he didn't ever fucking talk.
0: Well, when he did, he just repeated <laughs> words he's Monkey like work. bomb He yeah. was like setting bombs the like, bomb yeah, he was
1: very the toxic made very dumb <laughs> he was very well.
0: yeah he just said words that were very like he's it was like a parrot he was like a, a, a roided out
1: parrot yeah yeah pretty much
0: that was everybody wants
1: so so after she finds out that this doctor's stealing her work uh she confronts the doctor he confronts her i don't care which one <laughs> and uh he's like oh uh, if you join me uh we'll be cool and she's like i'm not gonna join you so he's like all right and he pushes her onto a table to kill her because exactly. that's his master plan right i'll you push her on this table That'll shoves her. her over this
0: table like
1: and then all the, all her chemicals fall on the ground and start burning the ground up and she sinks into it and for some reason a bunch of snakes are all over I yeah there's a bunch of snakes in there for some know, reason. What, yeah they yeah. just look
0: cool you sell those
1: snake toys and so, and then you're like, "Oh, I guess she's dead. I guess she won't come back later as a you're villain." Right. Wink, wink. Who are you winking at? I was winking at you. Don't wink at me. Also, um, falling is how you become a supervillain. I've just, de- I've decided. Falling. Yeah. Just like falling down. Well, Jack Nicholson fell into a vat. Oh yeah. Freeze fell into a pool. Oh, that's right. He fell into and a pool. And she of, fell uh, over a table
0: cryo goo or something is, is, She is fell this, into some dirt
1: Yeah, and she fell into so if you fall there's a good chance you're going to become a supervillain
0: what if you fall into a ball pit at the mcdonald's
1: oh, that's how ronald mcdonald was born oh but he's not a supervillain <laughs> oh, or Steve, is he you poor naive <laughs> son of a bitch oh no so then after ivy gets disappeared or whatever falls uh, Batman. We go back to Batman, and Robin, and they like they're arguing because uh, Robin's like, "You don't trust me," and blah blah blah. And he was like, "That's because I just had to save your ass because you freeze got away." Blah 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 blah. And anyway, so then of course we come back and Ivy's still alive. Uh, I, I believe something. Uh, and uh, they she and she gives her big "I'm an evil villain now" speech to the guy that pushed her into the thing. Yeah. And she's like, my blood was replaced with aloe, and my lips replaced with venom. Or yeah, like all this. And I'm just like, wait, your blood is aloe? I don't. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't. Yeah. (laughs) Why? Yeah. (laughs) I don't think that flows well. (laughs) How are you moving? So after she comes back to life, she kisses the dude. Then soon you find out her kisses are poisonous, and the dude dies. And then poison ivy. We get the big motivation scene, Steve. Poison Ivy is like, I'm back and I'm going to take over and I'm going to kill all the people that hurt nature or whatever. And she starts <laughs> trashing her lab and then she's throwing all these vials on the ground and then she has a vial in her hand and she stops and she looks at the vial and the vial says Wayne Enterprises on it. And this is literally her whole fucking motivation. Yeah, Is that she's like, oh, this vial has Wayne Enterprises on it i'm gonna go to gotham and i'm gonna take down bruce wayne and wayne enterprises and it's like why <laughs> i don't because they funded your lab and they because they make it. vials yeah right you hate vial making what if she would have thrown that vial like she threw the other vials didn't see wayne enterprises then what is she would yeah what, what would do you she do then done? what do you do would she have just stayed in south america like Running around throwing stuff,
0: breaking stuff, <laughs> kissing random kissing people. people, just killing them.
1: No, nope. good thing she saw that Wayne Enterprise file.
0: They set a trap. Next up, talk about entrapment. Uh, they know that Mister Freeze needs diamonds.
1: Oh, that's correct.
0: And uh so Bruce decides to use some of his family jewels. Uh, to <laughs> just let that one sink in there. Uh, to um lure Mr. Freeze out, and so he's like, I'm going to, I don't even, what the, what the hell was the event? It was like a a bachelorette auction. I don't
1: fucking know. And, I don't remember. And, like, it
0: was at the observatory. No, this one isn't at the observatory. Was, was it? No, was I don't think so. That? This is at something else.
1: Oh, it's, they're going to have an event, though, and they're going to bring the jewels. Well, they do the up.
0: observatory where they have the telescope, because they're making that's a new later. telescope. Yeah, that's later. That's later, isn't it? Yeah. Or is this a pre That's pre his idea to be like, oh, we'll lure him out at the telescope.
1: You know, I already don't care. (laughs) I really don't
0: care either. But that's where, so that when he's at the telescope thing, that's where Poison Ivy shows up, but disguised as herself.
1: You skipped some stuff. Did I? Alicia Silverstone shows up. Oh, yeah, yeah. We get, you got, there's a subplot in this movie about Alfred being sick. Oh, yeah, we never even touched on that. Yeah, and Alicia Silverstone shows up. You find out she is, um, Alfred's grandniece, or some bullshit. I oh,
0: think it's his niece.
1: So, which is not Batgirl's story at all in the comics. But wow. they're like, fuck that. We need to connect her to this shit quick. <laughs> we don't got time to do her Barbara Gordon's fucking daughter or whatever of Jim oh, Gordon's. Oh, that's shit. right.
0: Yeah. Because she's the daughter of the Commissioner Gordon in the comics.
1: So they can't do all that. So we're just going to make her related to Alfred to get her in the door real quick. So she shows up. And you're introduced to her, and Bruce Wayne is like, oh, you should stay with us. And Robin has a boner immediately. Yeah. It's kind of...
0: Literally, she, he opens the door, and he's just like, please be here for me. It's like, whoa, dude, you don't even know how old this girl is.
1: Yeah. And so... And then she's like, yeah. I want the girl. That was Robin. Mm-hmm. Almost literally, could have just used that line. <laughs> and uh, I believe... uh. You see her. She sneaks off. Yeah, you see her sneak off in the scene. Yeah, it ends with her sneak sneaking off with one of Robin's <laughs> motorcycles. Because she, com- she they're
0: walking around earlier, and she comments, "Oh, that that's a nice motorcycle." Blah 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 blah.
1: And she obviously has some motorcycle knowledge, and it makes Robin just like comments <laughs> stuff. <laughs> oh, she likes motorcycles too. But uh, so then she. Stay cool, bird boy. You're abusing these. This <laughs> I love this one. <laughs> So then she leaves with the motorcycle, and she leaves the movie. You don't see her again for a long-ass time.
0: Yeah, you kind of forget. Like, oh, yeah, she stole that motorcycle a
1: while back. What did, what did she do with that? So now we go to the event that Bruce Wayne is putting on that is a front to get uh, Poison Ivy. No, to get Freeze there. Yes. And Poison Ivy shows up, and she, she comes... In disguise, correct? Yes, she does is come this in disguise. Is, is this, I think this... I think, this is not monkey disguise. This that's, is monkey disguise. the second time.
0: No, the first time she comes to the observatory, and she comes as the, as the scientist that she actually was, because he's like, oh, I heard that lab was destroyed. I'm glad you made it out alive. And No, she shows up the first time
1: as a reporter, and then she learns... He goes, you should come to the Batman event. Batman's going to be there. And then she shows up to that one as a monkey. <laughs> she's in the monkey costume, but See, then she's in... you're confused, man. No, but
0: she wasn't a reporter. She was the actual scientist. Oh, he well, says, yeah, she was a scientist. Not, yeah, but that's where not the reporters monkey. were, and they're like, whatever. And he's like, you should come. We're raising money what? with Batman and Robin will be there. Yeah,
1: so she shows up to this party as looking like not Poison Ivy. Yes. And this is a point, because nobody fucking knows who Poison Ivy is. Right. Why was she in disguise? a disguise? Why did she point. have a brown wig well,
0: you don't want to look crazy and you're green and with your fiery red hair
1: it's just red hair i don't know all right gossip city doesn't
0: have a lot of gingers i guess i don't know
1: so she shows up to this party bruce wayne's at this party bruce wayne has a girlfriend by the way yes that that role is so weird because it's like bruce and they mentioned several times about how they've been together for a long time Mm -hmm. and they're like oh you guys should tie the knot and get married and it's like, wow, it seems like he, she's a pretty big part of Bruce's life. Yeah. Yet she's in this movie like for five minutes.
0: And she doesn't even ever know or find out that he's Batman. Yeah. There's very little arc there. With uh, It's really weird. I don't even know her. why they enclosed it. it. It seemed like... Because they got Elle McPherson.
1: <laughs> I guess. It was another case of, of, uh, of them cramming in anybody who was hot at the time. Yeah. Just like this, cramming some hot models and roles. Mm-hmm. I've heard some people argue that this inclusion of this character was a case of the not gays. Ah. Because they're like, we don't want Batman to run around with Robin. And people think he's gay. Because they got which, nipples on their costumes. <laughs> we, which I'm sure that was very offensive to Schumacher. <laughs> but Or maybe, maybe he. Well, isn't Schumacher gay,
0: though? Did, yeah, like, he's openly gay. And didn't he th- like, throw in a bunch of phallic symbols in this? Yeah, there's like the giant
1: nude statues all yeah. over Gotham. I mean, and
0: that rocket looked just like a giant
1: penis. And I'm just like, why flying. is why are there so many nude statues in Gotham? Um, go How did that get by all the boards? <laughs> but anyway, so she shows up to this party, and she's like, "Why are you killing nature?" And he's like, "We're not killing nature. We're helping nature. Maybe." Sh-. And then she's like, "People need to protect nature." And then somebody's like, "Ha ha ha!" Batman and Robin protect us. And then she, and then he's like, you should meet Batman and Robin. They're going to be at this observatory event next whenever. Yeah. And he gives her an invitation that he, he happened to just fucking be carrying around. Yeah, well, maybe he was. Yeah. And it was a pretty big invitation. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then she's like, I mean, maybe she, I will meet Batman and Robin. And then she turns and walks away and she
0: starts talking to herself. Yeah. And maybe, to the audience.
1: Maybe, uh, yeah, about how she's going to totally meet some. So, and then uh, I look, so... Then I think we go to the party. So it's like we go to one party just to go to another party, right?
0: Yeah, uh, there might be some some BS stuff in, in the there. middle there, but yeah, they get to the thing and they're and this this was just like so st- they they get to the, like they're auctioning off these women for charity.
1: Yeah, this is the observatory party. Yes, now. we're at, we're now we're at the actual uh, yes. other party, and uh and to note, Batman and Robin are at this party, not Bruce Wayne. And it right. is really jarring to see Batman and Robin just in this standing brightly lit party, standing around waving <laughs> just at people. like, yeah, it's so stupid. It's, it's like, so, why would you do this? Can you imagine, like, the Nolan Batman? Oh, my God, yeah. Right. <laughs> like, like, hey, I'm just here to support my favorite charity. <laughs> they would be
0: arrested in that, in that world. Um, uh, yeah, so then the... And like no one puts two and two together of the Bruce Wayne Batman connection here. You just like they're just like, oh, wait, was it Bruce Wayne hosting? Yeah, this like did Bruce Wayne at? Nobody, <laughs> nobody seems to ask that question. Um, oh, he was busy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you got Batman instead. Uh, so, so then Ivy comes again, and once again, now she's Ivy. Yes, but first she's not. First she's a monkey
0: because for some it's reason, like a, and it's like a full on like furry costume. Yes,
1: yeah, like this giant p- furry Bane is in the purple, purple monkey costume. Yeah. yeah, Bane's in one too, yeah. but. So, but again, no reason for this. She's in this costume that she wears just so she could strip it slowly off. She draws big attention yeah. to get attention to it.
0: Well, and see the the thing with the women that they're auctioning off for dates, they all have themes of uh, flowers, like one's an orchid and one's a lily or whatever. And um, so she shows up as poison ivy, and everyone just thinks, "Oh, this is another one of the girls to auction off." And they yeah, start going like crazy money
1: on her. They're like, what's your name? She's like, Poison. Poison Ivy. Ooh. Ooh. Clap, 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 clap. it's clap. like,
0: did anyone think like, that's not a beautiful flower that anyone likes to have? <laughs> well,
1: this is post. She After she strips all her stuff off, she sprays her erection oh, yes. dust into Right, the She audience. sprays the
0: pheromone dust that, I don't know if, can people not see it? We just see it for effect.
1: I guess. Because it's like a very
0: bright red stream that flows around. No one ever really acknowledges it. But when it goes to freeze, it turns blue.
1: So Batman and Robin instantly are hooked. Uh, Robin, once again, has a boner. Yes, because they
0: they are not immune to her
1: pheromone dust. They both get uh, seduced. So then they start... Like you mentioned, everybody was betting on those people. So then everybody starts betting on Ivy. And this is the this is the scene, Steve. This is your favorite scene. Batman and Robin start bat- betting bat- forth on Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. And Batman one-ups Robin by offering a lot of money. And how does he do it, Steve? I don't know. I don't... I, this, this is your scene. <laughs> this is my scene. This is the bat card scene. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. Talking. So he's like... He... <laughs> What does he say? He this is like he pulls it.
1: He he, just he pulls out quickly. He pulls it. One ups Robin with a bunch of money, and there was like you know because they're betting. And then like he pulls out a back dollars, card, five million dollar, yeah. whatever, and it like does this zoom up shot of this yeah. card, and it says like goth goth card or Gotham card or something. yeah, and he goes, "Don't leave the cave without it."
0: Yeah, and it's and it says exp- expiration date or it says like forever or whatever, and it's like what. So
1: it's, a, it's and a, it's not even
0: a product placement for like Visa or Mastercard well, or Air American a, Express. it is
1: a play in one of their their catchphrases though. Don't leave home without it. Yeah, is one of the cards. I yeah. know, but it was. But then the like card branded. itself is yeah. Not the card branded. wasn't
0: branded with anything. You would have thought like okay, that would have been kind of like product awful. Plan. Like, but it was at least product placement to understand. But no, it was a really weird. It was a really really joke.
1: terrible <laughs> joke. It was a terrible. Not, terrible that I think is joke.
0: another one of those like m- harkens back to the Adam West Batman.
1: I guess, yeah. I mean, yeah. It just doesn't fit but, very well, into and especially this world. in a movie aimed at children. Yeah, because it's like maybe it's a little wink at the real joke. There is this is what you're gonna need to pay for all these fucking toys. Yeah. All right, so then Freeze breaks in. Fucking let's go. Freeze breaks in. The trap is sprung, and they're like, "Oh no, we got to fight." We got to fight Freeze. The Iceman cometh. And she tra- yeah, she tries to, to seduce Freeze, but it doesn't work because he's cold hearted.
0: Yeah, it, it wasn't even like a scientific reason. It was just because he's cold hearted. It's cold hearted. Just like, like Steve. It's, it's, oh.
1: So now they go on a big car chase because Freeze steals the diamond. Oh, wait. Can we go back off. quick?
0: Freeze doesn't learn about this event until one of he's he's watching this really creepy footage of him and his wife. Yeah. Uh, It was filmed very well. He thought it was like, I think, wedding footage at first. Then it's just like a shot in a mirror of him him putting a necklace on her. And I'm like, who filmed that? Who's filming (laughs) this and why? And he's watching this and he's all sad. And one of his henchmen comes running in. and He says, sir, sir, you got to see this. And then he turns and freezes him. And he's like, I hated when they talked during the movie. And... It doesn't like, and then he just he goes back about his way, and then he walks by him, and he sees he's holding a newspaper, and it says like Bruce Wayne to have diamonds at Gall or whatever. That's how he find. That's the only way he finds out. Like that's how he gets the bait set to him. It's like
1: you, you can't just see people. The the moral of the story is this is why newspapers are needed. This yes, is why you all need exactly. to get a newspaper subscription. You
0: can't trap supervillains into your convoluted plans without newspapers.
1: Yeah. So then they go in this car chase. So Chase fucking Yeah, uh, he gets the Mr. diamonds Freeze. eventually
0: from Poison Ivy. She seduces everybody, and she's like wearing them. She tries to seduce him, and he's like, nah.
1: Don't work cold-hearted. So the car chase, of course, uh, another opportunity for more toys as it freezes villains, and all of them have their own little cars. And uh, then Batman nearly fucking kills Robin. Yes, yeah, so that, that was, I love
0: this. He's trying to save Robin from making this giant jump down Ooh. this crazy-ass...
1: They're racing down the arm of a statue. Yes. And they're going to ramp off the fingers to jump onto the roof of a building. Yeah. And you're probably thinking, well, that sounds fucking insanely stupid. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're racing it. down the arm of a statue to jump into Just fucking deal with it. <laughs> like I said, watch this movie. And I'm sure most of you have. I feel like people have this, seen this movie. It's a big movie. But anyway, so Batman, they're racing down this thing and Batman's like, you'll never make the jump. Because I don't know why. He just doesn't think he'll make the jump. Yeah, he doesn't think he's going to make the jump. But what so, the <laughs> solution. his solution. Yeah, his solution is to shut Robin's motorcycle he, like, off. He hacks
0: into his his motorcycle from the Batmobile and turns the engine off at full
1: speed. <laughs> and he's going full speed downhill. And he's yeah. like, I'll just shut his bike off. <laughs> so then Robin like, crashes and slides yeah, all the way down the
0: He a g- like, giant burn, or, um, skid, which would have probably taken off like a good amount of the rubber costume even it even if it was the thick skin
1: yeah and, and like he literally stops like right at the end of the finger yeah it's like that was really lucky timing right batman just almost murdered robin he, he would have been safer making i don't want jump. you to make the jump and miss and die i just want you to <laughs> slide off the arm and die maybe he was just annoyed with him He's yeah like, this is my chance to finally end him. <laughs> so so then batman makes the jump too and we're like, okay, Batman's finally gonna confront Freeze, and we're gonna get this cool yeah. fight. Nope, Batman just flies at Freeze like to kick him, and then it's just like hard cut to Freeze lying, knocked out yeah, at he Batman's just, feet. He
0: he, uh, he says, "You're not sending me to the cooler," and then he flies through his like the glass of his thing and just kicks him in the face and knocks him out. I guess,
1: and then you just land there. That's it. That's no it. no time for fight scene. Nothing. So then obviously robin is is mad at batman after we get back to the wayne manor because he fucking almost killed him yes <laughs> and then you know you never trust me he's got some teenage angst i've got going the on. whole like the uh, scene right here too we don't i don't think we could,
0: we need, we could, we could i don't could, think do the whole thing that. Uh, <laughs> i don't know why they, i don't know why this entire quote is in on the list all they IMDb needed was quotes. Not sending me to the cooler but they have like a good two-eighths of page of script here
1: so then uh, Alicia Silverstone finally returns with the bike after she's been gone for a while from the movie. Yeah. And Robin catches her, and you find out that... Oh, he catches her, and she like does a crotty flip and flips him. Yeah. And uh, they never really remark on this, but it made me think, why the fuck does does she know martial arts?
0: I thought he said something about they learned that at Oxbridge.
1: The, the, at the school she goes? I think... I thought there was
0: some quick mention of it. I don't know. And Oxbridge, by the way, is a combination of Oxford and Cambridge. It's
1: fiction. I feel like that's a weird thing to learn at a, 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 a proposed <laughs> Ivy League school. Yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah, we got martial it's arts self defense class. It's and you know it's stuck elective. between fucking like some advanced science class and math. But anyway, yeah, she just fucking knows martial arts. Don't fucking worry about it. Yeah, and uh, so then uh, Freeze is thrown into Arkham Asylum which I believe is the first time we ever saw Arkham in the Batman movies. I
0: believe. Yeah. It's the first live action version of it.
1: And, uh, he has an AC vent blowing on him. So he has to stay in his bed. And or was the that the thing he
0: has to stay cool all the time. Is that what the suit was doing? Yeah. The, the suit really... cooled
1: him and it was powered by diamonds. <laughs> right. Cause Convenient. for some reason, yeah. diamonds power everything. <laughs> Seems like some a very, uh, expensive, not source. a great
0: way to power anything. Um,
1: so then Ivy... Then we cut back to Ivy. Ivy goes to a Turkish bath uh, that's all shut down. And she has Bane tear open, tear it open so they can make a new base. And there's some Bane neon smash. gang members hanging out in there. Yeah, what the hell were those guys? More toys. And so Bane beats them up really simply. And they move in. And she plants some stuff. And like plants grow all over. And she's, she's got herself a bad, a villain base. Because this is back in the day when villains needed a villain base. Yeah,
0: they base. have to have a layer to... Do their villaining.
1: So then we, uh, then there's another scene where with Bruce Wayne and his girlfriend, and uh, where
0: she's starting to press him on the marriage issue.
1: Yeah, and well, she's going, "Listen, Bruce, I really want to be in this movie more." And he's like, "I'm <laughs> sorry, there's just no more room for <laughs> you." And she says, "If I, you're not going to let me be in the movie more, I'm going to leave this movie." And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> there
0: actually, I believe there was actually more filmed with her where she gets killed.
1: That would seem really dark. I don't believe that.
0: No, I think I read that in the FAQ. There was deleted scenes where something happens to her, but they decided they wanted to keep her for future movies. <laughs> okay. And like, whoops, that
1: didn't work out so well because she was so good in this movie. It wasn't wasn't there because she was just a model that he saw in a magazine, right? So then, uh, uh, Robin catches Alicia Silverstone uh, stealing a bike again. So he follows her this time. And so now we uh, we get a new scene, a new action scene where Yeah, more toys to sell. He follows her and she goes to an underground racing thing because she's ever since her parents died, she's had a death wish and she goes and chases thrills to get yeah. her get her joy. So then they do this big fucking race and Robin is secretly in the race as well, but she doesn't know because he's got his helmet on, which has a Robin on it, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's not the best at fucking being incognito, I guess. Yeah. So they race, and one of the dudes at the end of the race decides to cheat and they throw some fire down. And like it makes like this like, line of fire across the racetrack. And instead of just driving through the fire, which <laughs> you'd been perfectly fine, yeah. cause it was just literally a line of fire, like no more than a foot right. wide.
0: Uh, they all just, they crash, just fall off their bikes.
1: And they slide, and they're going to slide off a bridge, but Robin, who has experience from earlier in the movie <laughs> almost of stopping himself yeah. before sliding off a of fall, stops himself and catches her, and then you, he reveals that he's Robin. Or that he's there. But my question is,
0: where were they going on that bridge?
1: I think they were supposed to, I don't know, turn before that bridge, and then the fire threw them off. I don't know. Or were supposed they supposed to jump to jump
0: off of it? Like I, I didn't really get like what was going on in that part of the race, but
1: but anyway, this this is all just lead up for then she could reveal to Robin when they get back to the manor that Alfred is dying.
0: Yes, we had to go through that chase scene to learn that Alfred is dying.
1: So then she's like, Alfred's dying, and you guys are assholes, so you just make them serve you and blah 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 blah. And then we finally, and then we go back to Arkham. And Ivy breaks freeze out. Oh yeah, and uh, uh, she I, well, has a new outfit when she shows up. FYI, new toy. Oh, new toy. I didn't even notice that. She has a new outfit in like every scene. Did you
0: saw. notice in when Bane breaks into the um, costume shop at Arkham?
1: Oh, that's that's yeah. That's cool. it's not a costume shop. It's evidence. Well, whatever. <laughs> but they
0: had very clearly the the Riddler and Two Face. Costumes hanging, yeah, on the shit like very prominently in the foreground of the shot as Bane breaks in behind the sleeping. Which what, would there really be a security guard just hanging out in the evidence room like that?
1: I mean, when you're in a, a facility full of superpower w- villains who have a bunch of dangerous gadgets, probably would you? Why wouldn't you just not have them there? Just you know, not keep them on the premises. Yeah, I don't
0: know, but uh, so he he breaks in Bane style and he's like running with the cart filled with all of Freeze's costume. Um, But he he puts it on and they're getting ready to escape. And he's like, oh no, I need diamonds. And then Poison Ivy says, I'll help you grab your rocks. Yeah. (laughs) One of the many very innuendo and like sultry things that she says throughout the movie, because that's all her character is, is just seduction personified.
1: So uh, they escape. Uh, Batman and Robin are are like investigating freezes. This is just uh, this is a point I I, feel we to, I have to quickly point out just because it's important later. Uh, Batman and Robin are investigating freezes hideout, and they find his wife. And when they're looking at the computer, they see that she has fucking some disease like McGregor disease. or Yeah, something. I think that's called. And uh, it mentions that she has like stage three or four. And it mentioned that he had the first stage figured out. Yes. And that's important because Alford has that same disease, Mm -hmm. but he only has stage one, Mm -hmm. which is what Freeze has already figured the cure out for. But uh, I don't remember how we got here uh, because my notes have a blank here. It's probably stained with uh, alcohol. Probably. I probably blacked. (laughs) I I think I blacked out for a little bit in my notes. (laughs) But now uh, eventually we get to... uh, Batman and Robin uh, confronting Freeze again, and
0: as you do. for the fight scene. I don't. Which fight scene is this? Now I don't remember. What is he? Oh, so he's gonna. His big plan is to combine his gun with the telescope. To freeze the city.
1: Oh, it's because they're in his hideout, and they come to get his shit and his wife. And oh they're there. yeah. And they end up, and Batman ends up fighting, Batman ends up fighting Bane, not Freeze.
0: Right, right.
1: Uh, and and it, it's worth noting because Bane, he fights Bane on a catwalk. Mm. And in Dark Knight Rises, mm-hmm. he fights Bane on a catwalk. So well, Nolan they... paying, paying some homage? Well,
0: some homage? didn't, homage? didn't he, f- isn't that from the comic though when he fights Bane?
1: He does and Bane breaks his back, but yeah. I don't think it was in a on a catwalk. I don't know if it was or not. So I just thought that was a bizarre setting. And then uh, uh, Batman and Robin are bickering again because of Poison Ivy. Because yes. they're in love with her. And Batman throws Robin into a vat of yeah, what, goo. What was that? I don't know, but as we have established earlier, that was very dangerous. Yeah, don't throw people into he things. He could have turned Robin into a villain could've, right there. Yeah, right there. Could have been
0: latex or something He's
1: so like, then ivy says tells man. freeze to get out of there and then she's like i'll get your wife and then she unplugs his wife yeah dick move ivy just and then she blames batman when she meets up with freeze later if So revenge she... is a dish best served cold then put on your sunday finest it's time to feast
0: i don't know where that comes in but that's it's, it's related because want, okay. he wanted to give revenge on batman for unplugging yeah. his wife
1: so now we're finally starting getting the they're in game. So Ivy says that Batman unplugged his wife, so Freeze is pissed. So she manipulates him into destroying the world, pretty much. Freeze decides they're gonna what they're gonna do is he's gonna freeze the entire world and kill everybody, and then Ivy's gonna start over with her new plant life and create a new. And she has like this mutant super plant,
0: plant mutant plant that looks like it looks like the plant from a uh, little shop of horrors yeah it does it's and but just like in a little tiny glass tube
1: it's got like a snake face
0: yeah it's like a it's like ivy but it's a snake face um
1: so then we well, then we got alfred fucking dying
0: he's yeah he's in bed and he's like trying to get his secrets on a cd-rom off to his brother who like is in india somewhere
1: and then Bruce is like, uh, "Sorry, I know you're dying, but I gotta go to some party. So see you." Yeah. <laughs> and he goes to a party, and we got Ivy seducing Gordon to f- at the- secretly at the party to find out where the bat signal is.
0: Commissioner Gordon is such a, like a bumbling he, dolt.
1: He's so different in these, in movies. these movies. Yeah, he's bar- he's barely a character. Yeah. So, and then like, so they steal the bat signal for reasons that. I didn't understand until you finally see what they do with it later, which just because I don't care anymore. <laughs> what they do is they steal the bat signal. They move it to her layer in the Turkish baths, her layer, because there's multiple layers in case anybody's keeping right. Track, yeah. And they turn it into a Robin signal to lure Robin there clever because she's trying to get in their heads and break the two up and take out Robin without Batman. So then while she's doing all that shit, Alicia Silverstone, uh, Decides she's going to get on her dying uncle's computer. Yeah,
0: so she's. Well, he gives her the CD ROM because he's like, you need to get this to my brother who's in India. And he's like, don't look at it though. And so she takes it to her computer and decides, oh, I'm going to look at it.
1: And she finds out his passcode and she opens it.
0: <laughs> the password is PEG for his sister.
1: It's a very simple password. <laughs> yeah, she
0: tries all these days, like Alfred and, and, and this and that, and it's like, oh, yeah, this is Peg, three words. This is '97. So this is before people had crazy
1: passwords. So uh, when she opens it up, uh, it reveals that they are Batman and Robin. So she discovers Yeah it's
0: got like All the schematics And all the things She seems
1: really happy Like that shot Of it on her face She's like smiling Yeah also
0: What kind of computer Was she using That it was like Projecting it everything Out of her, her face, face? Like that? It's like yeah, oh, Laptop screens in 1997 Did not do that
1: They worked differently You just don't remember I guess not so then, uh, then Freeze shows up in, at the telescope party. First, where, I freeze Gotham, and then I freeze the world. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty paraphrase. much it. He uh, decides... Uh, then he starts turning the j- telescope into a giant freeze gun, and then we go back to Which, Alicia. I don't... Is that, is that even... How does that even... That doesn't even make sense. I mean, this shit's powered by diamonds, Steve. <laughs> yeah, None of fair. it makes sense. Yeah, that's true. So then Alicia Silverstone uh, <laughs> goes down to the Batcave after... And there's like this fucking weird like AI of Alfred that like could talk to her. Oh yeah, he's like
0: I I put myself into here just in case.
1: And no, here's the weird thing is he's like I figured you might find this, so I made you a Batgirl suit <laughs> yeah. so you could become a crime fighter. And I'm like, wait, weren't you dying this whole time? Yeah, and like,
0: she just showed up out of nowhere. But you just like, ah, oh, just in case my niece shows up, here's. So it.
1: he he was already sick when she sh- showed mm-hmm. up. So even though he's fucking dying, that little fuck was sneaking down into the Batcave to make a fucking Batgirl Maybe suit. He's got like it's as he
0: it's like automated. It just like makes it. It's like the the robots from Westworld. It just like just puts it together.
1: Well, anyway, so she suits up as Batgirl, and we get a shot montage of her yes. suiting up, just like we did the guys yeah. in the beginning. Yep. So equality got everybody. Yeah. Don't freak out. There's lots of more ass and some, some boob, chest, plate. So then Robin gets l- lure, lured to Ivy's place. Robin goes there to confront Ivy. She's in a new costume once again, because, you know, fucking toy. And then she kisses Robin, but Robin reveals his... uh. His, My his rubber trick. lips yeah.
0: are immune to your poison, which he like p- proceeds to rip off. Like why would you rip them off at that moment when you're still right next to her? <laughs> like, also, she could have just jumped in for another one and like got you good.
1: Yeah, so he tricks her with the rubber lips and then uh so then she like smacks him or whatever, and it's like, Oh no, Robin's in trouble and then Batgirl finally shows up as actual Batgirl. Yeah. And uh and I realized at this point that I realized I think I know why Batgirl's in this movie. Because they couldn't have Batman or Robin punching... Beat up a woman. Poison Ivy. Ah. S- and it never dawned with me. Like, I never thought about it until I was just watching it this time. That's a good point. So she shows up just in time to fight Ivy when Ivy needs to be fought. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that's very convenient. Because... Like and, and another weird thing, I don't know if you notice this. and that, Okay, so she's fighting... Uh poison ivy while Robin is uh is getting like pulled underwater by some vines. But there's this weird shot of where Robin comes up to get a breath and then it it, like reverses. It's the same same shot shot reverse. Yes. And then
0: they actually did that. And then you see it again later when his head comes back up. And then you good. see the rest of the scene yes, play out. Yes. Yeah. And it's
1: like somebody realized like, oh, we should probably have him come up for air at some point. Yeah,
0: and they're like, oh, just reverse it and go back under. Like the water moves differently. It's like <laughs> it's, so clearly reversed. It's so weird. Yeah, that's so bad for a uh, 83 70. How much did they spend on this one? 125 125 million.
1: <laughs> so then Batgirl gets kicks Ivy and Ivy falls back onto a, uh, her plant that she'd been sitting on yeah, earlier. Yeah, this is like a giant
0: It's like a giant orchid chair that like ex- unfolds to reveal her but then she falls into it and the plant like closes in on her like, and, like starts eating eat her. her like what and she's fuck?
1: like yeah and it's like why, oh. why did her own plant just suddenly turn on her yeah
0: they never explain it. Was it doesn't matter and she's why would defeated? you have a chair that dangerous
1: yeah well the, the iron throne is pretty dangerous
0: i mean you just get like a tetanus from that but like this is like a, a living chair apparently
1: so ivy's defeated uh she's she's done now so now we go to. Now we. The only villain we have left is Freeze. And Freeze is starting to freeze the whole fucking city. He's shooting his ray around. People are getting frozen. So now, for no reason, no reason that is explained, our heroes return to fight Freeze. And they all have different costumes. Yes. And new vehicles. Yeah. And like. <laughs> What did they run back to the back I real quick? Like, did they go
0: home? They're like, ah, we better change and coordinate. We gotta
1: change our costumes. We gotta roll out our new toys. This is the most blatant part of the. This is fucking selling toys part of the whole movie.
0: We just need new look costumes with like silver logos. And And they come
1: and they have these vehicles that are designed to like drive on ice. Yep. Uh, Again, like, did they make these in the last like couple days, just in case they had to fight freeze?
0: I mean, he is a billionaire, so maybe got the
1: it's so but i love
0: when when batgirl when batman's like and you are and she's like batgirl and he's like that's not very pc what about batwoman or bat person it's like really would bat why is that the that's the first question you have when this random woman shows up in all, all of fair. your
1: gear they've all met each other in the last several days yeah but like, he's like everybody's new to
0: bruce them. it's me barbara i found the bat cave and then it's like, oh, we got to get those locks changed. And Batman's like, she knows who we are. I guess we'll just have to kill her. And then Batman's like, yep, we'll kill her later. We've got work to do. And then they run off to change
1: costumes. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. <laughs> we got to go change and get our new vehicles out. So, uh, So then they show up to fight Freeze at the observatory. <sighs> Batman, I mean, Robin and Batgirl get knocked out of the building and they fall and they fall for like ever and batgirl saves them by shooting her hook into something and they swing into another area and then they have to start fighting bane then bane attacks
0: them bane shows yeah bane's still happening he's still doing his thing he's like how dare you you defeated
1: my woman so then batman is fighting freeze and then so batman's fighting freeze those two are fighting bane those two, by the way, the fight with Bane, very quick.
0: Yes, because <laughs> they just knocked the tube out of the back of his head. That came out like... <laughs> easily. It was so, so easily that it came out. Like It was amazing he didn't just catch it on like a corner of something and just pull it out. He <laughs> <laughs> was just walking along. It was like, I like
1: when he was putting that coat on, when he had yes, the, the oh, disguise yeah, on. The best
0: part of Bane was when he's wearing a disguise. He's wearing a fedora and a trench coat. With like a high collar.
1: But he still has this Fedora mask. I'm surprised when you put the coat on the tubes and just pop off. Yeah,
0: right. Like you put that coat on it, squeeze the tube out, and like, oh, dead. And when you see the tube comes out, he instantly shrinks back to his normal size yeah, body. Like real fucking quick. Like it was just not even close. It's like, well, that's not convenient.
1: Like none of the fights in this in this fucking movie think, are are good.
0: And I don't think they maybe that was intentional that they didn't want it to be. I think too they violent. couldn't.
1: I think those outfits and everything.
0: That's true too. Yeah, the way that the, all the bat suits were super heavy and super hot, or they're just like
1: probably very restrictive. Yeah. So then Batman beats Freeze because he a, sticks a magnet on him like a heat magnet, and he goes, "Hey Freeze, the heat is on." And then he sticks the heat magnet on him, and then he punches him in the face. So the magnet kind of seems pointless. Cause yeah, I don't like know. The punch was what what knocked him down. So then he falls down, and uh, so then they have to start. So then he's like, then they come up with some convoluted plan to bounce the sun on satellites around the world so they could shoot the satellites through the freeze gun and now turn it into a heat gun. Yeah. But then Freeze is like, I don't think so, and he gets up and he blows up the bombs that he had planted with Bane's help earlier. Um and, um. and so then the, the the fucking tower, I mean, the observatory telescope turned into a gun, falls, and so they have to be like, oh, no, now what do we do? And then Batgirl goes, oh, I'll just use my computer knowledge, because I guess she went to school for computers. Because she
0: figured out a password.
1: Yeah, so she has computer <laughs> knowledge now. So she uses her computer knowledge to bounce the satellites without... The, using the gun to like Yeah, they just redirect
0: them. the satellites to reflect the sun to Gotham.
1: So it's like, why didn't you do that in the first place? Yeah, right.
0: But whatever. <laughs> why would you do a heat gun you have to point all around the city?
1: Instead of all the satellites. Yeah. So they bounce all the satellites also, and they you, melt like, Gotham. wouldn't you possibly
0: just start Gotham on fire with that amount of it's like an, It's like, like a giant on. magnifying glass in <laughs> yes. an yeah. ant scenario.
1: <laughs> just burn Gotham to the ground. <laughs> uh, better than
0: freezing to death, I guess. <laughs> At least it'll be easier
1: to, uh, to rebuild Yeah. Shit. When everything's ash so they saved the day they melted all the ice gotham's cool again batman goes freeze by the way i didn't kill your wife here's a video to prove it and he has a video of ivy saying that she did it
0: i'll help you grab your rocks
1: yeah so then he goes it, please help us save alfred and he agrees to help them save alfred and in exchange he says that he'll let freeze keep working on his research while he's at arkham yes
0: Have his wife moved to Arkham, he can keep working to try and find the cure.
1: So then we cut, and then Poison Ivy, we find out survived the plant, and she is now in Arkham, and Freeze pays a visit to her in her cell, and he has a suit because I guess he got special privileges because he helped (laughs) Batman out. So he has a suit on, and he's like, looks like we're cellmates. And uh, it gets pretty... Seems pretty rapey.
0: Yeah, a little, a little bit. Uh, Some implied. Uh, what is he? I actually saw that one here. Oh, she's she's picking a flower, saying he loves me. He loves me not. And then he comes in. Not surprise. I'm your new cellmate, and I'm here to make your life a living hell. See, prepare for a bitter harvest. Winter has come at
1: last. <laughs> oh, so Alfred finally recovers. Alfred is survives. Uh, because they used Freeze's cure on him.
0: Yeah, he, which he just happened to have with him in his suit in like a little pocket
1: in the arm. Batman and Robin kiss and make up because there was the weird subplot, lame subplot throughout the movie where they were bickering.
0: Yeah, and then they were both going after the same woman, and so, Ivy.
1: So that subplot's all wrapped up. Alfred's subplot's all wrapped up. Villains are all wrapped up. So we finally got it all wrapped up. And they all touch hands and they say, We're a family now, we're a team. And then it cuts to the end shot of Batman, Robin, and Batgirl all running away from the Bat-Signal with it backlighting. Silhouetting, yeah.
0: Alfred's like, we're going to need a bigger cave.
1: That fucking movie's finally over.
0: His name is Bane.
1: A laundry service that delivers. Wow. So now that we all understand what the movie is, which is, which it's absolute garbage, uh, with that knowledge in mind, we could better talk about the next question, which is what went wrong in this movie. The answer to that question uh, is, or, or the, actually, the more accurate question is, what went right?
0: Yes, not, so
1: not a lot. Yeah, not not a lot. not a lot. Obviously, first and foremost, the thing we have to mention in this when we talk about what went wrong is that the movie's fucking terrible. Yeah, that that's about. Uh that
0: sums it up i think uh,
1: <laughs> i mean i don't think we really need to get into it too much we just talked about it yeah for I mean, we Fucking ever. You what,
0: if you didn't realize what went wrong there listening to that summary uh i think you might really enjoy Batman and robin
1: <laughs> i mean yeah it, it's a terrible but I th- it's a terrible movie it's a chore to watch and it's it's just a nightmare but i think another thing about what went wrong is what i called the checklist problem ah checklist problem and what I mean by the checklist problem is, I feel like the movie was trying to check too many boxes to make sure that it covered all the bases. Ah, okay, like it was, it was, it wasn't trying to be a movie or to tell a story or to be engaging or good. It was just trying to get a wide variety of people by checking all these things, you know, like getting all these people you like, and then using those people to pitch to you for a sale. Mm-hmm. It's like. Hi, I'm Arnold. I can't. Do it. I oh, and then, and it's like, "Hi, I'm Alicia." And they're like, "Do you like muscles?" And she's like, "Do you like Clueless?" <laughs> and they're like, well, do we got a product for you?" Kind of thing. And uh, so, please, well, it's like, yeah, like,
0: yeah, totally. I, I agree. They had Muscle Man, Arnold, Action Star. You got, uh you've got steamy tv star for the for the moms you've got Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. chris o'donnell for the 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 20 somethings you've got alicia silverstone which they wanted to try to attract girls to come see it Mm -hmm. uh you got poison ivy for the for the dudes and are the
1: the indie cred i think she's in in the the legitimacy maybe yeah even though she's terrible. Yeah, but it's uh. like a movie isn't good by the sum of its parts. Right. You know, like if I grab a YouTuber for the YouTube crowd and I grab an athlete for the sports crowd, Robert Downey Jr for my my star appeal and a Vanderpump for my idiots. Who? A fan, you know, have you ever heard of the show Vanderpump Rules?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, A Vanderpump. A Vanderpump. Okay. If I get I a, Vanderpump a, person, a Vanderpump to get
1: the idiot crowd. Yes. All right. Uh, I'm not guaranteed success just because I have all those different varieties. That sounds like Uncle Drew right there. <laughs> just describe. Yeah, I'm, and I'm and I'm not even guaranteed to get all of those different crowds I'm trying to hit. Right. to watch. Yeah, because just because
0: like, I have those pieces. Like the YouTube's gonna be like, oh, there's a Vanderpump in this. That looks stupid.
1: Yeah, or you know, oh, I don't I don't like athletes. And there's uh, the a Vanderpump sh- fans
0: are like, oh, what's a movie? <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> what I watched something for
0: two hours in a dark room. That's I keep gross. my clothes on. My
1: <laughs> and my shoes are sticky. These I paid two hundred dollars for these shoes. <laughs> They're knockoffs. Uh
0: yeah, the, but I think that's a good point that it was they were just trying real hard to to get to squeeze as much out of this as they possibly could.
1: Yeah, and and the bottom line is you still like it's not the like it's not the pieces you have to make something that's still fucking good, right? Something that has something. Uh, offers something. Even reality TV shows, like, uh, play up drama to yeah. keep you, like, invested. Like, the only thing I felt with Batman and Robin was Warner Brothers trying to sp- reach into my fucking pocket and steal my money. <laughs> while they are throwing, like, action figures at Mind my face. All right, all right. 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 And then another thing I think uh, is something you could classify as things that were wrong in this movie or that did not contribute as much as they hoped it would is... And I hate to say it, is Arnold Schwarzenegger.
0: Yeah, no, I don't. I don't hate to say it at all. I, think I hate
1: to say it because I love Arnold. I mean, I think everybody. And I'm a big Arnold fan.
0: Most people like Arnold for what he is, but like, man, he was really like Arnoldy in this one.
1: And yeah, in a preface, Arnold was a bit of a thing at this point in his career. He was a like I said, this is 1997. Arnold was on one hell of a box office run. Ooh, I don't know if you know this, but it was a hell of a box office run when uh, when Batman and Robin came out. Uh, Arnold had not had a movie fail to reach at least making its production budget back since Red Sonja in nineteen eighty five. I don't even know what that is, and it was like a weird, like Conan not Conan movie. <laughs> but if you discount that movie, if you ignore that one. Then he had his... The streak even goes back further to Conan the Barbarian in 82. Which is pretty much his first, like, legit role. Yeah. So, at this point, like, he is, like, never had a movie at least not make its money back. That's a hell of a role. That's crazy. Over 10 years. no wonder he got
0: by for being
1: Arnold. (laughs) So, they might have thought, you know, getting Arnold in this movie was a big get. But, uh... But I think it kind of uh, kinda of ruined this film. Yeah. Um And they reportedly rewrote a lot of the script once they had Arnold. There's rumors that like Patrick Stewart was one of the big persons yeah. that was eyed Patrick for this. Patrick Stewart,
0: Ed Harris, and uh, um I can't remember the other one, but like they were really, oh Anthony Hopkins. Like those are three very good character actors. And then you have Arnold, who's just kind of Arnold.
1: Yeah, and like they obviously rewrote this to accommodate the Arnold's casting, so they probably changed a lot of his character. Like, do you really think when they were thinking maybe we'll get Patrick Stewart that he had all those fucking ice puns I don't dialogue, know. maybe all that know. one-liners? I, I really would hope
0: not. I would hope they would have stuck more to like the cartoon and the comic where Mister Freeze is more serious and more has more depth to him.
1: Like and I know those one-liners were like really bad, and I know some people are like yeah, but that's what makes it fun. But it's like yeah, but you're not laughing in the way they were intended. Cool body. Like there's a there's laughing, you know, like let's at, kick some ice. There's like laughing with Arnold and laughing at Arnold. And mercy. I,
0: I'm afraid my condition has left me cold to your pleas of mercy.
1: I just feel like that this really crossed that line. On the Arnold point, uh, Arnold also got twenty five million dollars to be in this movie, which is a big ass chunk of the budget yeah, right there.
0: That is uh That's.
1: He had top billing in this movie.
0: Yeah, he 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 had top billing over Batman, which also happened in Batman. Well, yeah, with uh, uh, with Jack Nicholson. Nicholson and Michael Keaton.
1: I just find it funny that he has top billing over Batman and Robin, even though Batman and Robin are, you know, the title of the fucking <laughs> right? movie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what else I think's wrong in this movie? The direction. Yes. Joel Schumacher uh, wasn't making a film; he was making a cartoon. I'll be yeah he was making
0: a commercial. He kept saying that too. He's like, "Oh, we're making a cartoon," which led to really kind of ruined the atmosphere of
1: yeah how does that make you feel as an actor when right i was like remember we're making a cartoon people do you he, know what a cartoon is
0: <laughs> you imagine telling that to like patrick stewart or anthony hopkins if they had been although i mean anthony hopkins is a few
1: I, turds in his. honestly like i heard him also referring to this as a comic in some things mm. or it's not a movie it's a comic like I don't think he understands what fucking cartoons and comics are. Right. And it's sort of insulting what he does appear to think they are because it's like, so this is light. Like this is nonsense. Colorful for children. It's a cartoon. It's a comic. Like, do You know, this dude feels like... I feel like it would blow his mind if I showed him Road to Perdition. And I was like, you know, that's based on a comic. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, huh? <laughs> that can't be based on a comic. There's no nipples on their costumes. <laughs> the photographer that murders people doesn't drive around in a car shaped like a camera. <laughs>
0: How could it be a, car, a comic?
1: <laughs> what went wrong was that they weren't making a movie. Of course, we are making a toy commercial. Yes, absolutely. The de- this was designed first and foremost to be in commercial because uh, Tim Burton was kicked off Batman Return. A- after Batman Returns, Tim Burton was kicked out of the series. All right, he was a producer on Batman Forever, wasn't he? I think it was mostly a name, but yeah, probably. So, and one of the big reasons, though, is because of that they got unhappy with Burton is because Batman Returns was too dark and it wasn't selling toys. <laughs> And McDonald's was so unhappy with how Batman Returns turned out that they pulled their Happy Meal toy line. Because apparently uh, Danny DeVito puking up black goo is not a great <laughs> toy for children. Uh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> so in when they were making Batman and Robin, toys were such the forefront of their brain, their pro- thought process, the planning, they brought toy companies in during pre-production.
0: Oh yeah, I did saw that too. They they and they like consulted with them
1: to make concept art and character designs. Yep. So they're like, right off the bat, they're just it explains the scene. Like we said at the end, where all of a sudden the heroes have a costume change for note, and it's never spoken of, and right. they show up in new vehicles. Because they like had a toy quota, they had to hit, <laughs> gotta get these new fucking toys out. Got to get these fucking you buy your fucking
0: toys. they will be collectors' items.
1: That's slowly dying inside over here. I'm just thinking about all the wasted toys sitting in a landmill fill somewhere. I'd like to help Batman and Robin. I anticipated you would, would and took the liberty to create something in your size. Suit me up, Uncle Alfred. So, this movie had pretty much everything wrong. I mean, it is incompetence you name as Batman begins. Fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i <laughs> have been talking about Batman so long my brain's fried. Fred. Incompetence. Your name is Batman and Robin. Yes, very much so. But let's try and uh, uh, and see if we could retroactively save this with with of course Steve's favorite segment. How do you prevent this? How do you prevent this, Steve? How
0: do I pre- Well, I think we've we've talked about it a lot in various ways, but uh you just don't do everything that they did. <laughs>
1: uh, everything they did, go the other way. Yes,
0: go they should have veered back towards uh Batman, the 1989 Batman, Tim Burton style. Um which I think alleged, I mean, you know, Joel Schumacher says they wanted to take it more dark, but that they were resisting and blah blah blah, but uh and maybe that's true, maybe it isn't, but I think that would have been a better play to Because Batman Forever started to get into that kind of weird realm, especially when you have Jim Carrey chewing the scenery as the Riddler, as much as I enjoyed that as a child. Yeah. Um, Jim
1: Carrey was hot as shit. Yeah, that that was
0: right in the prime of Jim Carrey, just all over the place. But um, yeah, I think they, because Batman Forever made a lot of money, but it definitely didn't have as much of the like uh, okay and then this one came out and just like all right we're we're tired of this and then to their credit at least warner brothers took them 11 years to reboot the the franchise and hmm. like sony who like wraps production on a spider-man and then Different the scenario. next day announced casting for a new s- series of spider-man um but do you fire Joel oh yeah totally yeah, I don't think I don't I ever th- think he was the right fit for this, even back to Batman Forever.
1: Yeah, I don't know he seemed like a strange choice. Uh, I think definitely one way you prevent this is you got to fire Joel, but really, I mean, you have to fire the studio people in charge. Uh because their Joel was just doing what they wanted. Mhm. Um but his vision on, did not mesh with the Batman lore and the Batman
0: no, world. not at
1: all. Um and I I don't know. I think you got to cast better. Yeah. I like don't, you don't just cast for the checklist. You don't just cast for the big And game.
0: Supposedly, like, George Clooney was picked because his face was on a magazine and then they drew the, the Batman cowl over it <laughs> to see how the jawline worked. That's that was so the stupid. joke because they cast by the jawline. And uh, <laughs> um, so I don't know if that's totally true that that's how they came across it. But like, I mean, it made sense to, Pull him hot from TV. Probably didn't have to pay him as much as Arnold no, for I, sure. I
1: read that he had a a very good, cheap deal. Yeah, that makes sense. He wasn't huge in the movie. Yeah, and he'd
0: he done one Robert Rodriguez film, which probably didn't garner that much money. Um, and yeah, he wanted to jump, and it it, it worked for him. Like that's silver lining for him is this work to jumpstart his career as a superstar, um, against the odds for how terrible it was. But
1: yeah, I mean. The sum summarize it, summarizing it all up, like it's pretty much you said. It. You could do everything opposite of you you it you could just done. Do back. Make you make a, a you, you know, just make
0: a, Batman begins ten years earlier.
1: You make a good story. You make yeah. a, you don't make it a commercial. You don't whore your hoard out so much, right? And, and this was such such a. I think that's the. This is such a whore out job. I'm surprised they weren't arrested for right, prostitution. Yeah, this is like. Prostitution on
0: film, sent across the country. Why not send Junior home early? I've got some wild oats to sow.
1: So, uh, unfortunately, this movie was not prevented, and real life and real reputations and properties were attached to this disaster. Uh, So, how did it play out for the people that got caught up in this fucking... Dumpster fire. The ones that waited in and maybe. They didn't, didn't wait come. for the fire department. They just like <laughs> jumped in at first. Oh my trash is
0: in there. I gotta get it out Oh <laughs> no, <on> my paycheck.
1: <laughs> so, what was the aftermath of Batman and Robin? What uh how did this affect the people and the what repercussions were there, Steve?
0: Well, Joel Schumacher never directed a film again. You son of a bitch! That's my joke! <laughs> I'll kill you! I stole your damn line. No, that's not true, though. He, But he did have a he had a career downturn, um, as we mentioned a little earlier. Mm. Uh, oh, wait. He did? Oh, my God. I've done it again. I've done it again. Matthew McConaughey is back in the podcast. No. Because Joel Schumacher's previous film to Batman is actually very good a time to kill where Matthew McConaughey pa- plays a lawyer and it was a very good performance by Matthew McConaughey uh before he became Matthew McConaughey McConaissance um anyways so we've we've gotten McConaughey
1: back in <laughs> <laughs> he made 8 mm yeah 8 mm with
0: Nicolas Cage which you so, know when you get into Nicolas Cage uh it's, things are going well I
1: think I, honestly i think this was a good move uh, Schumacher came out with Batman Begins. Make something it was, that's it was about terrible a snuff film. Yeah, so he was like, I got to show that I don't just do kiddie, stupid, toy bullshit. Yeah, so he does eight Cleanse millimeter, the a little bit, which is like a very different movie, yes. very dark compared to, especially compared to this. Um, and that movie did well, and I personally like that movie. Uh, I I don't know if I've ever seen that. That movie made ninety six million dollars on a forty million dollar budget, so it did all right. Hmm. And then Joel had three bombs in a row <laughs> uh, before rebounding once again with Phone Booth in two thousand three. Oh, yeah, I remember Phone Booth, which uh, that made uh, ninety eight million dollars, but it only cost thirteen. Hmm. I mean, most of the movie just took place in a phone
0: booth. Yeah, I mean that was pretty easy.
1: And then he had two more successes in his career after Phone Booth. He had Phantom of the Opera remake in two thousand four. Yep. And then he did the number twenty three, that was successful. in two thousand seven. Uh, that movie is awful. I don't know a lot of people that like that movie. I, don't I know. I'm, I
0: I don't think I ever watched the whole way through.
1: But uh, since it gets real weird, since the number t- twenty three, uh, Joel Schumacher has only directed three films, uh, and none of them I've heard of, and none of them have been successful. So and Joel Schumacher has not directed to this uh t- since 2011 at this point or 2011 is how I should have said it. As well, a film.
0: He he directed a couple of episodes of House of Cards in 2013.
1: Yeah, film, film. This is a film podcast.
0: All right. Well,
1: whatever. I mean, and like I said, just to reiterate, um, I don't put like I put blame on Joel. I've, but and then twenty years later, he died from Batman <laughs> from
0: Robin. No, he's still
1: alive. I mean, statistically, everybody that watches Batman <laughs> Robin dies.
0: <laughs> How old is he though? He's, he's old. Thing. I think he's like mm-hmm. eighty-something. Yeah, he was born in nineteen thirty-nine. So you can do the math. It's in a math podcast.
1: Arnold, like, I feel like, do you really got to talk about Arnold? He's still Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, but interesting thing when i was looking at this is like you're like this probably didn't affect him he's still arnold he still had a streak going this still kept his streak going and the streak would continue but it didn't continue too long maybe this was the beginning of the end of Mar- for old arnold maybe this was when people were like starting to be like this isn't fun anymore it's mm. just dumb because after this movie uh Arnold made, first of all, I just want to point out, he made Jingle All the Way right before this. And I love Jingle All the
0: Way. I still, n- I don't think I've ever watched that. So I said that I watched it through.
1: It's bad, but in a fun way. Yeah, I no, I've, I've heard that. But after Batman and Robin, he made End of Days. All right. He made The Sixth Day. And then he made the movie that finally broke the streak. Oh, no. Collateral. Damage. Damage. Collateral damage. Sorry collateral's a different movie. So that's the one with Tom Cruise. yes collateral damage is the one I think with the scene that hunts me. I think I mentioned this at one point oh with they when they shove when they make a snake go down a guy's throat. oh God is it i, I think that's from this movie. I
0: think i I've seen this, but it was on t v and I probably didn't watch it that intently
1: so- yeah collateral, collateral damage is the movie that finally ended the streak uh he rebounded right after that by the way, though he did Terminator three. You know, guaranteed moneymaker. Oh, yeah. And then Arnold would finally, uh, of course, become the governator. Yes. Not long after T3. 2003. Uh, and he would uh, take a hiatus from acting. And he really didn't return to lead roles until 10 years later. George Clooney, I um, also, I think, got out of this movie surprisingly fine. Yeah. I really think if anybody would have got hurt from this, you think it would have been George You would have thought he would have, like, really... Uh...
0: You would have thought this would have tanked him.
1: Yeah, it's like it's kind of... This is his first, like, major starring blockbuster yeah, movie role. totally. And it's a huge turd, <laughs> and it's terrible. But somehow, this ER s- charming motherfucker just kept <laughs> chugging along. And uh, it was pretty quick, too. I mean, uh the Peacemaker he was in came out the same year as Batman and Robin, hmm. and it was a success. And then... He he had out of sight the the thin red line three kings the perfect storm oh brother where art thou oceans eleven
0: see uh, see so so go like he worked with Terrence Malick who's like super auteur, makes unwatchable but pretty to look at things although I haven't seen the thin red line that might actually have a semblance of a storyline um, Cohen um, brothers with, then you got the Cohen brothers with oh brother where art thou you got um what's his face Soderbergh 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 um Spy Kids. It was Robert Rodriguez. Um, Three Kings was fucking douchebag. Um, David O. Russell, but oh, also somebody everyone loves. Maybe. That was the one he like literally threatened to like beat the shit out of David o. Russell because <laughs> oh. he was mistreating an extra or something.
1: So yeah, he he like nothing. Like he just his I guess his charisma is just too much to overcome. I
0: get. I think people just saw something there that they just decided, well, Batman was garbage all around, so we're not gonna let you see. Not gonna it hold it up to him. Yeah. yeah.
1: And Clooney was really cool about this movie being garbage. He was one of the people that was very open about mm-hmm. it. Uh he and he's always talks about how terrible it was and how it was a mistake. Yeah. But he has a sense of humor about it. I think
0: it. he softened on it a little bit now later on, but yeah, it's definitely like
1: yeah I just Uma oops. Uma Thurman on the other hand, I felt went the opposite route. Uh, I was trying to, f- I found some stuff about her after this, uh, when her talking about this movie, because first of all, Uma Thurman, I think was also, you know, okay. After this movie, she did the Kill Bills not long after this. Yeah. You know, she went, Uma went back to her comfort zone. Mm-hmm. She like came back from our blockbuster. It was a huge turd. And so she went back and made some more indie movies, uh, reteamed with, uh, tarantino yeah did the stuff that she knew that people expected from her and that she enjoyed and you know continue to stay stay relevant and the uma instead of uma like coming out like some of these other actors have and said like yeah that movie was a turd sorry about that (sighs) uh some of her quotes made it seem like she was shaming people (laughs) for not liking the movie or for being upset with it in fact, there are some quotes, and I have this whole thing. I'll re- I could I read this thing and let it kind of speak for itself, so I don't fuck it up or try, try to make it seem like she's saying something. <laughs> um, but to me, it sounds like she's complaining She kind of is making a point over. She's saying people that mock the film by calling it campy, be like that film was really campy, you know, like and use that in a bad way, is like a veiled prejudice against homosexuality. Like so, what? in a way, she's like saying, like, if you call this film campy and say you don't like it, it's because you're against homos. Oh my god, or homosexuality or gay people or, or lesbian or, which is a ridiculous claim. I think it's That's like a... maybe we just don't like <laughs> yeah. the stupid humor and of the movie. All right, but anyway, I'm like, so uh, maybe it just sucked, Uma. But so this is what this is what her quote. She's well, she said. It came out in a different time when people were still bitching or sorry, when people were still being bitchy about campy. Humor being campy and campy being a code word for gay has changed. I think one of the most beautiful things I will will get to say I've witnessed in my lifetime is to have lived through part of the major movement of trying to quell persecution of human beings who have a different sexual orientation later she added this i think at the time the uh, the idea of taking a male superhero and having fun with it and someone using the c word campy uh, <laughs> using the conscience. c word on it caused people to be very nasty and that kind of nastiness was acceptable on those terms and i think that's the reason some people were particularly annoyed. They didn't like seeing that tone applied to their heterosexual male icon. Uh,
0: all right, Uma. Does she realize that like the original Batman series was campier than that? And like the old James Bond movies were campy too? Like,
1: I think, I think the problem was that things were veering darker and, they decided to go, hey, let's go back to the old way that we purposely went away from, and that's how we found success. Right. Because the big thing is before Burton's Batman, Batman was known for campiness Mm -hmm. because of Adam West. And they were like, we need to change this perception. And they did. And guess what? It was like the biggest movie ever at the time. And then they were like, wow, that worked really well. Let's go back to Adam West. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, cool.
0: James Bond is a good example of that too. They did the same thing where they like refresh this franchise, made it a little edgier and darker.
1: Yeah. And then... And anybody calling James Bond campy is not... Like, you would not think, oh, man, that James Bond movie was real campy. Oh, so you're saying James Bond is gay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> what? Uh, no. No, he still has
0: sex with at least one or two women in the movie. Oh.
1: So he's trying to hide his gayness. Yeah. <laughs> I get you. Yeah, I that sounds ya.
0: just like her not wanting to accept that she was in
1: a piece of shit movie and contributed to it. So the only two stars we haven't talked about are the ones that I feel like are were hurt most by this movie. Chris O'Donnell and Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. And uh, like we said, uh, Silverstone was coming off Clueless. And uh, I feel like she was, like in the mid-90s, she was real hot after Clueless. Like she was posed to be the next big uh, upcoming young talent. And this movie just cut the legs right out <laughs> from under her. Just boom. Uh, she did Blast from the Past right after this a little bit, uh, 1999.
0: Boy Brendan Fraser, he's like our. Uh, I love. Brandon. He's our secondary McConaughey. He's not quite as referenced, but he's been
1: here quite a bit. But uh, despite me having a soft spot for that movie, uh, it actually was not did not do well. But yeah, after Blast from the Past, uh, Ali- Alicia <laughs> Alicia struggled.
0: Yeah, just one of the titles of the movie she's done is called Ass Backwards.
1: <laughs> it's like oh, she's into pornos. <laughs> She uh, yeah, she really struggled. Uh, they tried to get her going to TV after movies weren't really coming. Um she had 4 TV pilots that failed to get sold. Wow. She, and there all of them she was in a main role, uh I believe. And then she was also in a main role in in Mismatch, which was a show that they're like, "All right, we finally got her a show." It got 17 episodes. Mm. It aired 11 episodes before it got canceled. Uh <laughs> oh. So but yeah, so her Space movie they tried to get her going in movies, they tried to get her going in TV. I mean, she's still plucking away. I give her that. Uh she had a role in Book Club that just came All out. All right, book club. It was not a big role, but she was in it. Um she's also but she is there's still she's still trying on TV. She's yeah. set to star in a new T V show called uh American Woman. And it's inspired by the it's inspired by by the childhood of a real housewife of Beverly Hills star. Oh, no. So that sounds like it's going to be oh, God damn just it. great. It's also on the Paramount Network. I don't know what that is. Oh, yeah. I've seen that as a thing. So Chris O'Donnell also uh, post Batman and Robin. It's O'Donnell. There's no D O'Donnell. in there. O'Donnell, sorry. Oh, there's a D, but there's not another D. There's <laughs> <laughs> just the one. Um, He also kind of couldn't get it going. Uh, I feel like this movie kind of... Hurt his potentially, you know, whatever he hoped he might be. Uh, he did star in a rom-com with Renee Zellweger in 1999 called uh, The Bachelor. I think that inspired the show.
0: Oh, yeah. That, that's totally where they got that yeah. idea.
1: And uh, it made more than its budget back. So I guess that's something.
0: <laughs> he was in Vertical Limit. He yeah. Vertical and he Limit? was in
1: Vertical Limit in 2000, which made uh, $215 million on a $75 million budget. So that was pretty good. Yeah. But then that that was pretty wow much TV. It. He got yeah. he
0: jumped into Grey's Anatomy. He like went reverse uh reverse George Clooney, where he ended up settling for the hospital TV drama instead yeah. of leaving the hospital TV drama.
1: Yeah, he was in seven films after Vertical Limit, and uh none of them were really substantial besides maybe Max Payne, which he has a smaller role in. Mm. And he was also in Cats and Dogs 2, <laughs> but that was Cats and Dogs Two so it that speaks for itself or did it actually come out i think that was theater. went to theaters oh revenge of Kitty Glore. he had yeah like you said though he landed <laughs> his big thing though is uh, he finally landed a, a good role uh, a main role in ncis los angeles oh yeah well, and so uh, not- he's still on that show to this day it's going yeah. into its 10th season hey
0: that's your tenth season, you you hit pat, way past the syndication season where you're rolling in the dough now.
1: He's yeah, so he it's eventually, yeah, got it going. I f- I just think it's kind of sad that uh, the cast members that were hurt the most by this were the two young stars. Yeah, they had the most to risk in a way being in this movie, and uh, they were only cast because they were young, upcoming stars mm-hmm. potentially.
0: I mean, all the Vivek A. Fox was in here for a scene.
1: They didn't have the... She uh, probably
0: and, had more success.
1: And it really fucked them.
0: But what about our boy Alfred? Whatever happened to him? He died. So the big one,
1: Batman itself.
0: Batman never directed a film again. Batman
1: never would direct a film again. That's true, actually. It's true. So perhaps uh, most affected by this movie's failure, more than any of the people, was Batman itself. The Batman franchise yeah. itself. Uh, as, as everybody knows and as we've mentioned, uh, we all know that Batman went away for a while. <laughs> Batman went for a trip. He had to find himself. He got in a car and he drove around. Took Batman to a nice farm where he'll live <laughs> forever and ever and ever. And we never thought Batman would come back uh interestingly like like i said i mentioned way long way 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 long time ago uh batman they were so convinced this was gonna keep that money train rolling they were already writing a sequel yeah a direct sequel to this a direct sequel and that was called batman okay when i heard of it forever on the internet for years and years and years i knew it as batman triumphant Uh uh-huh ends up it ended up, according to an article I read for The Writer, that was never the title. It was supposedly called Batman Unchained, which is even worse. I,
0: I saw the triumphant thing in some of the other FAQ. Yeah, like that, that, that apparently was... was
1: that, like, title was, like, something that well, like, I th- came I online. They wanted People Batman Forever
0: to be called Batman and Robin, and then they wanted... bat, And then maybe Batman and Robin, they wanted to be Batman Triumphant, but then they wanted... They decided to be... I don't know. They would...
1: Either way However
0: the, they came about these titling things. I don't it know. It was what.
1: Batman Unchained. And <laughs> uh it was the plan was to bring back Clooney and O'Donnell. Uh strangely, Batgirl is not gonna return. <laughs> uh, I don't And the main villain was gonna be Scarecrow. Mm-hmm. And uh supposedly Schumacher even went to fate the face off set and talked to Nick uh uh Nick Cage oh, about wow. playing Scarecrow. Um And they were going to, the secondary villain, because there can't be one villain anymore. Secondary villain was going to be Harley Quinn, which seems like why not bring back Batgirl then? Girl, if you want some girl. Yeah, let's just have
0: Batman beat up a woman.
1: But the dumb thing was in the script, Harley Quinn was going to be the daughter of the Joker, which is not Harley Quinn's story. No, not at all. That would have ruined some cosplay. That would have been really weird. (laughs) Um, and uh, the big thing about this movie is that the writers' plan was to tie all the movies together. There's gonna Batman Unchained was gonna have oh his, yeah they,
0: they wanted a cameo
1: yeah they were gonna have the scene at the end of where Batman was hallucinating I, I assume from the fear uh, uh the fear gas yeah Scarecrow uses and he was gonna encounter all the past villains uh they were trying to they're gonna try to get back Danny DeVito and. Oh, or at least this was a writer's idea. Yeah. It only made us to so first drafts. <laughs> yeah. They wanted DeVito. They wanted Michelle Fiverr's Catwoman, Jim Carrey, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, and the big thing. And then it would all lead to Jack Nicholson's Joker returning and him confronting him. And uh, obviously, this was only a first draft. Uh, he, they turned this in. And they are like, this would be expensive as fuck. But look at all the toys we could make. But then Batman and Robin hit the theaters like the same time he was turning the draft in. Now who's dropping cans? Oh, now. Now who's dropping cans? And so this movie, this was the start of what was potentially supposed to be the next movie uh, that scared them. So they started looking for more movies. And there was another one around the same time called Batman Dark Knight. But it's D A R K N I G H T one K that shares the K, Dark Knight one K. Okay, you following me? Yes. You don't give a fuck. <laughs> the The second the this was uh this was pitched not long it was near the same time as Batman Unchained. Uh, it sounded very similar. It still was trying to get Clooney and O'Donnell in the plan. Still did not feature a Batgirl. Also had scarecrow as the villain but it's secondary villain was man bat and it was, uh, going to be set, <laughs> set around like Halloween. <laughs> that sounds
0: like the worst villain man bat. It sounds like just the, the knockoff version of Batman that you would see at the Walmart checkout line.
1: <laughs> it's still when you find a dollar, yes, a dollar, in the store. dollar bin. Um, so warner brothers obviously they were they were reeling at this time because they're like oh my god this movie did so bad so they were, they were trying to find like think of what to do for the next movie and these were two of their early ideas um eventually they realized they just had to fucking ditch it entirely and they were picked and then they were throwing around a movie called batman year one which was based off Batman Year One, which we have mentioned, mm-hmm. which is the famous Frank Miller story. But this one was going to be directed by Darren Aronofsky. Oh, boy. They wanted to get Darren Ar- Aronofsky in there, you know, and if you don't know who he is, you probably didn't go to film school. Because <laughs> everybody in film school will probably be like, my favorite director is Darren Aronofsky? You might. he's like really, like, if you saw the. So heavy, so deep, so intellectual. What
0: was his most. I guess the wrestler's probably his most. Uh, this is most commercially most commercial and like an accessible film. The rest are very
1: My favorite movie by Jordan is Jordanowski's The Fountain because it's like really heady and it's I like,
0: like the Fountain, but like yeah, it's it's definitely way too uh
1: So like if you don't understand it, that's how I know that you're too stupid to be my yeah, friend.
0: Pretty much exactly. The, but
1: anyway. Uh, so, they were gonna. Re- they wanted to do an adaptation of Year One. Oh, which Black is, Swan,
0: too. That was probably pretty yeah big. Did Black Swan. But. Okay, so he was going to do Year One.
1: Yep, which had young Gordon, young Batman. Uh, the script was said to be violent, bold, and R-rated. So, D- D- Warner Brothers was like, we can't sell those toys. Fuck <laughs> off. So, that never came to be, obviously. Uh, after Batman Year One, they floated around the idea of doing a Batman Beyond wasn't Nobody. that
0: cartoon series?
1: Yep, because this was 1999 to 2001. That's when the cartoon series Batman Beyond was going, and okay. it was and it was really popular. I think that was probably the one I watched. It's uh, not Batman. It's I mean, it's not Bruce Wayne it's Batman. Oh, Batman's then, old. No. You watched Batman the animated series, which of. is the famous. I think awesome I watched show. some
0: Batman Beyond, but that was kind of around the time when I was like, yeah.
1: Well, one of the guys who was going to be the writer, writer for Batman Beyond is also the creator of Batman Beyond and was the main guy beyond Batman, behind Batman the Animated Series. His name is Paul Dini, I think is how you say it, hmm. D-I-N-I, and he's uh, very famous in the Batman world. He's uh, done a lot of great stuff, mostly because he, he was behind Batman the Animated Series. He invented the Harley Quinn character. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a, she was an original creation on that show. Oh, wow it's a he's a he's a batman great but anyway uh batman beyond idea did not last that long it didn't gain much traction um then in 2002 oh my god all right now we're in 2002 Warner brothers decided you know what we're going to bring batman back and we're going to bring superman back both of those properties were dead at that point and they pitched they came up with the idea for batman versus superman well before the movie we now know as Batman vs right. Superman, and they actually even hired uh they uh, they teamed director they uh, they they had stuff going on they had they got director Wolfgang Peterson who was known for directing Air Force One ah and The Perfect Storm, and they right. teamed Another him Air Force up One reference they teamed him up with the screenwriter of Seven, uh oh. and they got them they got them working on a Batman uh. First Superman movie. Then they had Akiva Goldsman, who wrote Batman and Robin, oh, no. do a rewrite of it. I don't know why. They needed to add some camp to it. And that script is actually leaked online. And if anybody's interested, the film was about Lex Luthor and Joker manipulating Batman and Superman and Superman into fighting each other. Hmm. And there's more on it if you really want to, if you really give a shit. And Anyway, Batman versus Superman did not happen. And ultimately we would get them putting Super uh, Batman into Christopher Nolan's hands who decided he wanted to do a more serious and realistic approach. So there's an eight-year gap between Batman and Robin and Batman Begins. So somewhere in there so they finally decided to not worry about the fucking toys, which I think is the real saving You know what's race. interesting, though, is that
0: Batman begins budget was 150 million and its opening weekend was only 48 million which is only slightly higher than what Batman and Robin did
1: we maybe people people still remembered they're still weary of Batman
0: youth does have its advantages endurance stamina forget the geriatric bat come join me my garden needs tending
1: the cause of death, do we even need to say it, people? No, you've, you've gotten this far. You know what it is. It's, yeah, it's everything.
0: Just a poorly idea, poorly executed with poor intentions.
1: And poor intentions for us, us poor listeners. I'm take, making a stand that Warner Brothers, you deserve... To come out and publicly apologize for this movie. <laughs> yes, it still scars us to this day.
0: Twenty years later, uh, we need an apology. We and are also hurt. for you to tell us what Universal spent on *Beaver <laughs> Rock Vegas*. We'll,
1: we'll we'll make it we'll make it we'll call it evens if you tell us. Yeah, the secret. Right. <laughs> Corporate
0: espionage. you are your big rival. Just tell us. I think we need to we need to cleanse our palate a little bit on our way out the door here. I think there's only one way to do that just uh just breathe it in remember your 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 jinko jeans
1: and your furby your tamagotchis (laughs) tamagotchi and let uh, it take you back to a better place some uh what are those weird when batman was forever oh Inside of me Love remains A drug that's high and not the pill. But did you know That when it snows My eyes become large And the light that you shine Can't be seen Hey, if you like what you're hearing Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter At Pod. Smash those shares and likes And if you throw in a tweet Steve will send you a racist pic and while you're on iTunes, don't forget to leave us a review. Five stars, preferably. Reviews show us your love. And we all just want to be, want to be loved. But don't stray too far. Next time, we'll throw another movie on the slab. Right here, on The Autopsy